Hello everybody, welcome back to my channel or welcome back to my podcast if you're listening to this episode in the audio version only. My name is Rux, I'm a Western Tropical Astrologer and today we are going to be talking about November, the month of November and what that is likely to look like for every single zodiac sign. Before we start talking astrology, let me mention a few things. I'm a Western Tropical Astrologer and all videos on my channel follow Western Tropical Astrology. The same goes for all episodes on my podcast. In my practice, I use the whole sign house system. And if you want to work with me, you can find me on my website, which is written in the stars-astrology.com. That is written in the stars-astrology.com. You can go to the services section and see the various types of readings, consultations that I offer. And you can have your pick between a live consultation or an audio recorded reading only. I also have an announcement to make. In November, of 2021, I am running my very first online course. Um, it is uh, a natal chart interpretation masterclass. It's a two-part series. We are going to get together on two separate Saturdays, on the 13th of November and on the 20th of November. We are going to spend roughly two and a half hours, maybe a little bit more than that, um, both on the 13th of November as well as on the 20th. Limited spaces only, um, and the uh, spaces are actually uh, selling pretty fast. So um, if you want to book your place to join me for my very first online uh, class, you can find the masterclass also on my website, uh, written in the stars-astrology.com in the services section. November, folks, what a month this is going to be. Brace yourselves because we are going into eclipse season once again. So probably one of the most memorable events of the month is going to be the lunar eclipse on the 19th of November at 27 degrees, 17 minutes of Taurus. This is a full moon on steroids and it is going to be felt the most by those who have um, planets... Um, placed in fixed signs, so we're talking here about Taurus, uh, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius, around 27 degrees, a few degrees before, a few degrees after, or if you have an angle in your natal chart, the Ascendant, the Descendant, the Midheaven, the IC, around 27 degrees, then you're also probably going to feel this very, very uh, strongly. This is the first eclipse on this axis, on the Scorpio-Taurus axis, um, we are going to have uh, eclipses on this axis of signs until October of 2023. And of course, we do have one more eclipse left uh, on the uh, Gemini Sagittarius axis, and that's coming up in December, but we're going to talk about that when it uh, it knocks at our, uh, at our door. Other major astrological events uh, for uh, November 2021 are the following. On the 1st of November, we have a beautiful trine between Mercury in Libra and Jupiter in Aquarius. This is certainly at a collective level a day of very, very good news for everyone. Um, it is a day for beautiful collaborations. It is a day for cooperation. It, it is a day for agreements. It is a day for forging partnerships. Um, it is a day to get on the same page. 
it's also possibly quite a good day to maybe buy a car, for instance, but um, I haven't looked at uh, every single aspect of that uh, of that day. The 2nd of November is a bit of an intense one because we have one more time a square between Mercury in Libra and Pluto in Capricorn. This also happened when Mercury was retrograde. Let me tell you exactly when. <clears throat> My apologies. On the 1st of October, again, Mercury was squaring Pluto. Let's see, let's see, let's see. It also happened on the 22nd of September. So maybe, maybe, because this is an aspect that has already happened twice, you could look back at what you were doing um, on the 1st of October and on the 22nd of September and see, okay, do I have like one more, let's say, element of this uh, problem to take care of? Maybe you thought it was done, maybe you thought uh, you've dealt with it, but it seems to be coming to your attention one more time because there's still something left to solve, probably. Because I do see this as us having to find a solution for a problem that we can't escape, that we can't avoid. Pluto, man, intense. On the 4th of November, we have a new moon in Scorpio. This is a very intense one. Um, it is opposing Uranus and Taurus, and voila, surprises left, right, and uh, center. Um, I'd say expect uh, some um, shakeups, um, possibly of, of, of a political nature. Why? Because Scorpio definitely has a very strong affinity with, with politics, with uh, also corporations. Let's see, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about how this is likely to play out for each, uh, for each sign. On the 5th of November, uh, Venus enters Capricorn, and Venus is going to be in Capricorn until the 6th of March, 2022. Because it's also gonna go through a period of retrograde, and Mercury uh, moves into Scorpio on the 5th of November. On the 10th of November, we have um, Mercury conjunct Mars in Scorpio, and square Saturn in Aquarius, so... I'm looking at this aspect and I'm thinking, when it comes to driving, for instance, drive slowly and carefully and don't get mad at uh, other people in the traffic. On the 12th of November, we have a beautiful day, uh, one of the most beautiful days of the month. Uh, the Sun in Scorpio is trining Neptune in Pisces. 13th of November, Mercury in Scorpio is opposing Uranus in Taurus. Um, on the 15th of November, the Sun in Scorpio is squaring Jupiter in Aquarius. On the 17th of November, Mars in Scorpio is opposing Uranus in Taurus. Careful with knives, with uh, cars, with uh, sharp tools on this day. Um, careful also with, uh, I don't know, for instance, spilling water on some sort of like gadget in the house, maybe on your phone or something like that. Uh, 19th of November, the lunar eclipse is coming up. Um, on, on the 22nd of November, Scorpio season is over because the sun moves into Sagittarius. On the 24th of November, Mercury enters Sagittarius. And on the 29th of November, we have a trine between Mars and Neptune in Pisces. So these are the major kind of like, um, let's say, memorable aspects and uh, astrological events of the month. Let's uh, dig into uh, the update for each zodiac sign. 
remember, remember, remember to listen to your ascendant slash rising sign. I know they don't mean the same thing, but they are sometimes used interchangeably. Remember to listen to the update for your uh, rising sign first, because your rising sign is your window to the world. You will probably resonate with it the most. If you don't know your rising sign, listen to your sun sign, or you can listen to both. My dear Aries, Aries suns and Aries risings. Yeah. Let's see what November looks like for you. Um, first and foremost, I gotta tell you, this month is a bit harder on fixed signs. It's a bit more intense. Maybe hard is not necessarily the best uh, kind of uh, word to use, but it's a bit more intense uh, and it's impacting them the most. Um, it's disrupting their lives the most. Not as much for, for cardinal signs and mutable signs. And you're a cardinal sign. So on the 1st of November, we have um, a trine between uh, Mercury and Libra in your 7th house of partnerships and Jupiter in Aquarius in your 11th house of long-term plans. A fantastic, fantastic day to make plans for the future with a partner, a business partner, a romantic partner, uh, to get together with friends. Uh, it feels like you're on the same page with uh, your friends, with your peers, with your tribe, with uh, the group of people that you are a part of. Uh, it may feel like you finally reached some sort of agreement in terms of where you're headed. Uh, with uh, someone who is very important in your life. Um, this is also a day when you may feel like you have found someone who you can really count on uh, in terms of relying upon their advice. You seem to be getting very good advice around this uh, around this time uh, from uh, from someone in your life. On the 2nd of November, uh, Mercury and Libra in your 7th house is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in your 10th house. Uh, this to me spells... Uh, some sort of um, disagreement, some sort of conflict with a boss, with someone in a position of authority. Um, look back at who you were, I don't know, upset with or mad at um, at work, especially a boss, on the 1st of October and on the 22nd of September, because this is the third time when Mercury is squaring Pluto. On the 4th of November, we have a new moon in Scorpio in your 8th house. Look at the three days before, three days after, my dear Aries, to kind of like assess the entire um, period. Uh, the 8th house is the house of shared resources and psychological transformation. Uh, this one is in opposition to Uranus and Taurus in your 2nd house. So um, let's say that this uh, new moon is likely to bring in a new chapter, um, when it comes to shared resources, um, maybe uh, you're kind of like pooling together resources with a partner in your life, uh, or or you could be, um, let's say, invited by a partner, be it a business partner, be it a life partner, you could be invited by a partner to kind of like look behind the scenes and see, okay, this is what they're dealing with financially. There's also a possibility, there's also a possibility for those of you who are in a relationship, uh, maybe um, married to someone, that uh, you might need to kind of like um, suddenly take care of maybe the debt that a partner has. You, you might feel like you're pressured to... Um, support them to help them financially at this point in time. I have to tell you, this can also be a time when you hear news from accountants, maybe when you get new accountants. Um, this kind of like change in how you handle your uh, finances in, in uh, conjunction with someone else is probably prompted by some sort of not such a pleasant surprise. Maybe an unexpected expense knocks at your door or uh, you realize you've been kind of like hit with, I don't know, whatever tax that you did not know of. So that kind of like gets you thinking, you know what? I actually need to change 
providers because this ain't working um, for me. Um, this can also be a time when you feel like you're kicking off an important new chapter in your life where you're called to leave behind, to, liber to liberate yourself, to free yourself from something that you consider to be very important, um, some sort of value, um, in, in order to continue either being in a relationship with someone or working very closely with someone who you would consider to be a partner. 5th of November, Venus moves into Capricorn in your 10th house until the 6th of March. So you could say that career-wise, uh, you're likely to receive more appreciation. Um, you are likely to also possibly reconsider some of your uh, career options when Venus goes retrograde um, in uh, December. But uh, essentially, you're being admired, you're receiving appreciation at work. Um, you could also say that bosses, when, when Venus is in uh, the 10th house, bosses are inclined to kind of like let you have your way. Uh, they are inclined to uh, say yes to whatever it is that you are requesting. And Mercury also moves into Scorpio on the 5th of November uh, in your 8th house. So your mind is focused on this sort of like shared resources matter, debt matter, a kind of uh, taxes a sort of um, issue. Or maybe inheritance sort of uh, issue as uh, as well. On the 10th of November, uh, Mercury conjunct Mars in Scorpio in your 8th house is squaring Saturn in your 11th house. So we have a little bit of a blockage here. Um, this is this is a very tough day. I'm not going to mince my words, Aries. I know whenever I say anything, <laughs> this is me having a bit of a rant uh, or a, like venting, of course, on Aries horoscope because you guys are going to get me. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta let it all out. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat around the bush. The 10th of November is a tough uh, day uh, from a psychological and mental perspective for you. It may feel like one of your, um, let's say, um, plans for the future is being blocked as a result of something that is happening uh, in your shared finances sector. Maybe you realize you've got to pay a loan sooner. Maybe you realize that someone who you counted on to support you, or someone who you counted on to kind of like work together with. Um, they're not on the same page with you, or um, there's a, this kind of like disagreement, everyone wants to have their own way. So it does feel like something is kind of like cracking there. I'd say you may reach uh, a final decision to go in either direction, uh, probably around the lunar eclipse um, coming up in November, around the 19th of November, a week before, a week after. But this is when I see you kind of like feeling like like your initiative is being blocked. Um, on the 12th of November, uh, the sun in Scorpio is uh, trining Neptune in Pisces in your 12th house. Okay, so you know how on the 10th you were doing quite not great uh, mentally, psychologically, there was a lot of frustration. I have to tell you, on the 12th of November, uh, someone from behind the scenes or this sort of like saving grace maybe comes in and offers a solution or throws in another element that uh, maybe solves the sort of situation that you're dealing with uh, when it comes to debt, to taxes, to inheritance, to shared resources. Um, and you're feeling a lot better from a mental uh, health perspective as well. So you can kind of like breathe easily. Um, because the 10th of November and the 11th, I'd say, you might have dealt with quite a bit of, of uh, mental anxiety. It may have felt mentally that you are quite in a not such a not such a great point. 
On the 13th of November, uh, Mercury and Scorpio is opposing Uranus in Taurus in your second house. This can be a time when you might need to pay maybe uh, money for um, the car to fix something. Um, this could be a time when you, again, um, let's put it this way. There's all sorts of like uh, buried elements coming to the surface about this uh, this financial sector of yours uh, in uh, in November. Uh, this could also be a time when you have a little bit of an internal conflict um, as to whether you should follow someone else's kind of like lead uh, in a joint operation in your life or do what you would normally uh, do. Mercury rules also your third house that's why i said maybe you need to like pay for something connected with your car uh, but it also rules your sixth house of day-to-day -day work and um and health you could have to pay for some sort of health related matter um my dear aries in uh, november especially i would say between the new moon um coming up uh, on the 4th of november until roughly the end of november Let's just put it out there, and uh, you did probably did not see this coming. On the 15th of November, the Sun in Scorpio is squaring Jupiter and Aquarius in your 11th house. So if you do need to make a payment, then you might, um, even if it's not necessarily something that you would normally do, you might um, ask for the help of a friend. And I'd say the friend is likely to give you that, uh, that help. Uh, on the 17th of November, uh, Mars and Scorpio in your 8th house is opposing Uranus in Taurus in your 2nd uh, house. So this can indicate, again, some sort of uh, disagreement with someone um, concerning um, how to spend joint resources, how to spend uh, joint um, assets. It could also be a time when you are feeling quite internally conflicted because something that you identified with in terms of values, in terms of what you thought was, was important about you, uh, is no longer something that you feel is being appreciated by the outside, um, by the outside world. It's getting easier. It's getting easier, Aries. Trust me. It's getting easier after the eclipse on the 19th of November. Um, this eclipse on the 19th of November, also look at the week before the week after, um, is uh, triggering your second house, eighth house axis. Um, it is harmoniously aspecting Neptune and Pisces in your 12th house. Um, and Venus and Capricorn in the 10th house is trining Uranus in Taurus in your second house. So let's put it this way. Uh, this is when some sort of um, financial joint matter is coming to an end. Um, you could be uh, kind of like summoned to pay a tax or this could be the deadline. Uh, the, good, the good news is that you seem to be um, in a position to pay even if you did not necessarily think you would make it in time. You've got that... Uh, uh, saving grace of, of Neptune in the 12th house, very nicely aspected to the full uh, the full moon, the, the eclipse. Um, the 12th house is what happens behind the scenes in the shadows. Um, it's uh, what we can't see. Um, also, um, it looks like what's happening at work um, is kind of like supporting you to make more money if you do need to, uh, if you do need to make more money. Uh, you could also decide, by the way, around the 19th of November, give or take... Um, a week before, a week after, to let go of um, an existing source of income. And it is something that you are doing quite 
reluctantly. Some of you might receive a lump sum of money, which you have been fighting for, and you might have been fighting for it throughout the entire month of November. Uh, it could be something like division of assets after divorce. It could be uh, inheritance. It could be insurance money. It could be a tax rebate. You may finally get it around this time, and you're thinking, oh, my days, it's so good that this matter can be put to bed once and for all. On the 22nd of November, the sun moves into Sagittarius in your ninth house. Oh my days, this is followed by Mercury moving into Sagittarius on the 24th in your ninth house. Finally, you're looking back at the entire kind of like stress and turmoil of uh, this financial matter or of this source of income. And you're, you're making sense of it and you're looking at the big picture and you're breathing a lot easier. And you're probably thinking from now on, <laughs> At least for the next few weeks, I can focus also on what I enjoy doing because the sun is the ruler of your fifth house of enjoyment. And last but not least, one of the best days of the month is uh, the 29th of November um, when Mars and Scorpio in your eighth house is trining Neptune and Pisces in your 12th house. So this is a time when you're probably taking kind of like action to, to, to really heal and to really let go of something that's been weighing very heavily on you from a mental health uh, perspective. And you could be doing some sort of maybe symbolic gesture. Um, maybe you, you could be doing some sort of ritual, for instance, or you could be deciding to kind of like cut the cord completely with someone who uh, may have felt like a bit of a burden. Um, of course, throughout, throughout the month of November, if, if you're kind of like in the process of dissolving um, a relationship, which is possible, by the way, uh, where there was a lot of kind of like um, mix of resources between the two people. Um, so if you have been trying to dissolve one of these uh, relationships in, in November, you could be feeling like ready to cut that person completely out of your life. Uh, mentally, spiritually, energetically around the 29th of November. And that is Aries. My dear Taurus, uh, Taurus sun and Taurus risings. The month of November uh, for you is going to revolve mainly, mainly around the topic of relationships. That's because there's going to be a lot of emphasis on your seventh house with all of those planets moving through your seventh house of partnerships. You're also going to have an eclipse on the 19th of November in this part of your chart, um, a lunar eclipse bringing something to your conscious attention and possibly, possibly um, because this is something that happens at eclipse times. I'm asking you to let go of a certain um, attachment relationship-wise or asking you to end a chapter in your relationship sector so that you can go to the next level. And that next level can still be with the same person, but it looks completely different. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. On the 1st of November, uh, we have Mercury in um, Libra in your 6th house of day-to-day -day work, um, trining Jupiter in Aquarius in your 10th house. This is a fantastic day to get the job done uh, work-wise, to um, take interviews, uh, to um, make presentations to kind of like a wide audience at work. Um, it is also a fantastic day to ask your boss for literally anything. <laughs> Obviously, I'm exaggerating, free will, but um, whatever you ask for, you're likely to get um, a positive 
<laughs> a positive answer. Uh, it can also be a day when you strike some sort of deal, very important deal, um, or when you kind of like uh, finalize a very important contract in a work environment. And this is contributing to pushing you up the ladder career-wise, my dear Taurus. Now, on the 2nd of November, we have a little bit of a tense aspect between Mercury and Libra in your 6th house, squaring Pluto and Capricorn in the 9th house. Uh, you have experienced this aspect um, also on the 1st of October and on the 22nd of September, so maybe look back to see what was going on in your life around the time. Um, essentially, there could be um, maybe the need for you to... Um, revise any sort of plans that you had made to travel um, because whatever you're doing work-wise it seems to kind of like get a little bit in the way you could also you could also be faced with some sort of issue at work of a legal nature that you thought you had solved but it is not solved yet I, I do want to put it out there. And Mercury is the ruler of your second house of income, so it is in your best interest to kind of like solve it because otherwise you seem to be affected financially. Um, this can also be a time when you're feeling like no matter how hard you uh, try to kind of like crack an issue at, at work, you're bumping into an existing mentality that just does not want to give in. And it is very frustrating. On the 4th of November, we have a new moon in Scorpio in your 7th house of partnerships and committed relationships. Uh, look back uh, at uh, both the three days before and the three days after the 4th of November. This is opposing Uranus and Taurus in your first house of identity. So this can be a time when, um, if you are single, um, it could be a time when you... Um, meet someone that you're kind of like magnetically drawn to, but at the same time, it is a person that is making you um, question your entire identity and your entire life direction. It can also be a time when you decide, I have to tell you, uh, that um, you no longer want to carry uh, on in a relationship as you have before. You can have a very powerful epiphany about how you have been holding yourself back in relationships up until uh, up until this point, I have to tell you, this can also be a time when you have a very clear view of what is working against you in your, um, let's say, quest to be your authentic self in this lifetime, my dear Taurus. And it could be this sort of like sudden aha moment. Um, you may also find yourself in some sort of... Um, competitive kind of situation for the next few months uh, and you may find out who your opponent is as of November around the fourth of uh, around the fourth of November the competitive situation could be on a personal level it could also be on a business level because the seventh house is also it's the house of relationships and it's also the house of open enemies funny that right on the 5th of November, Venus enters Capricorn in your 9th house and Mercury enters Scorpio in your 7th house. Venus is going to be in Capricorn until the 6th of March next year. Um, essentially, when Venus is going through the 9th house, it's generally a good idea to travel, generally, I'd say. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it when Venus is retrograde, but we're going to talk about that in uh, uh, the horoscope for December. So Venus is not going retrograde this month. Um, Venus uh, moving through your 9th house is helping you find people who can 
facilitate uh, or maybe smooth the path when it comes to any sort of like legal matters, contracts. So it's making your life easier if you ask for help. So if you do need to solve anything of a legal nature, of a judicial nature, of a contractual nature, um, anything connected maybe with travel, visas, immigration, I would recommend not trying to do it all yourself, but rather reaching out to someone who can help you with this entire process. On the 10th of November, uh, we have a bit of a tense aspect in the sky. Mercury is conjunct Mars and Scorpio in your seventh house, and it is squaring Saturn in your 10th house. Uh, this can be a time when you feel like there is um, a very kind of like clear, maybe conflict of interest between um, something that's happening in your relationship sector and something that is happening in your career uh, sector. It could, it could be. It could be that uh, your partner, maybe if you are in a partnership, uh, your partner reveals to you that um, they are feeling maybe ignored or they are feeling uh, like they're not a priority for you because you're focusing very much on your uh, on your career. Um, it may also feel like whatever is happening in your relationship sector is causing you to take your eyes off of what you're doing career wise, which is also uh, very kind of like mentally challenging um, and uh, it requires a lot of focus it requires a lot of attention you could also have the surprise unpleasant surprise this time um, to find out that someone was bad mouthing you at work or in a career in, um, environment um, to find out that you have some sort of open enemy at work and this is something that you may find out whoo Pretty much from the from the 10th of November until the lunar eclipse on the 19th of November. There's a lot of tense aspects in the sky um, to planets in your 10th house of career. This could also be a time... Um, okay, so from the 10th of November, I would say, until after the lunar eclipse uh, on the 19th. So let's put it this way, until roughly the 26th of November. So from the 10th until the 26th of November, you may find out that... Um, something very drastic is happening in terms of leadership in the company or in the environment that you work for. There could be all sorts of maybe secrets coming to the surface about bosses that make you question, oh my days, how could I follow the lead of this person? Um, a very important boss could actually end up leaving for good. Uh, and it seems to be throwing you off a lot, I I would say. Um, also, if you are working with a partner in your own business, my dear Taurus, you could find that you are not on the same page as you used to be. So you could have like some very powerful, powerful clashes, especially on the 10th of November, the, the 13th of November, and um, let's see, the 17th of November. Now, we do have a good day on the 12th of November. I'm like, this is intense. Yes, it is. Uh, on the 12th of November, uh, the sun in Scorpio in your 7th house is trining Neptune in Pisces in your 11th house. So whatever you're dealing in a, a relationship or partnership sector, um, whatever you're dealing with, um, it would maybe help to bring sort of like a friend on board, maybe to ask for their, for their kind of um, input. Also, in order to move forward with a partnership, you could decide to kind of like let something slide. The same can apply to your partner if you have kind of like a common goal. Uh, on the 12th, uh, someone is 
one of you seems to be more open to compromise, I'd say probably your partner, not you. On the 17th of November, we have Mars in Scorpio in your seventh house, opposing Uranus and Taurus in your first house. I really want to tell you that this is a day when you can attract someone's anger. And it can be quite explosive and it may feel like it's coming out of nowhere. And you might also kind of like decide, you know what, like I'm not putting up with this. Where is this coming from? Uh, this is a very, very, very a highly explosive energy. If you do want to maintain this partnership in your life, I recommend taking a bit of a step back because it can be kind of like... On the 19th of November, uh, we have a lunar eclipse, uh, as I said, uh, on your relationship axis. It's very nicely aspected. So it's very nicely aspected. There's been a lot of conflict uh, up until this point in your um, in your kind of like transit chart, Taurus. Um, you can solve the conflict around the 19th of November by deciding to look at the big picture and by deciding to look at the future, both you and your partner. And sometimes in order to solve the conflict and uh, in order for both people involved in a partnership to kind of like get the best outcome. So uh, obtain the outcome that will work in their best interest. Sometimes the thing to do is to let go of a relationship that has served its purpose. And many times at eclipse times, people can be eclipsed out of our lives. Now, it's not mandatory. It's not mandatory. Uh, think of it this way. Whatever happens relationship-wise around the 19th of November, it is probably going to contribute to your greatest good. On the 22nd of uh, November, the sun moves into Sagittarius in your eighth house, illuminating the topic of intimacy and of shared resources. So you, um, you could be, for instance... Uh, with the sun uh, ruling your fourth house of home. Um, maybe you're kind of like getting together with, um, for the next few um, a few weeks, for the next four weeks, you could be getting together with family members, maybe talking about some sort of joint asset. On the 24th of November, Mercury moves into the same uh, part of your chart um, and you've got roughly like three weeks probably in which you will need to pay debts, taxes, stuff like that. And the 29th of November is a very, very beautiful day because we have um, a trine between Mars and Scorpio in your seventh house um, and Neptune and Pisces in the 11th house. So you may find um, someone who was kind of like very adversarial to you, um, towards you this month. You may um, find them taking the initiative to reach out to you and say, friends, truce, and it probably, you will probably say yes, uh, Taurians. Now, if you are a Gemini sun or a Gemini rising. Okay, so you're not a fixed sign, first of all. And that's, um, <coughs> my apologies. That's probably good news this month because the fixed signs are going to feel the intensity of November the most. <coughs> Forgive me. So on the 1st of November, we have a trine between Mercury and Libra in your uh, fifth house and Jupiter in Aquarius in your ninth house. Oh my days. So this can be a day when you maybe book a trip, a trip abroad with a romantic partner. Um, it could also be a day when you spend time out into the world, maybe doing some sort of um, cultural activity. If you are in a cultural setup, you're probably going to enjoy the heck out of it. 
2nd of November, a bit of a tense day because Mercury and Libra in your fifth house is squaring Pluto in Capricorn in the eighth house. So you seem to have been maybe um, burning the candles a little bit at both ends, maybe uh, having fun, going out, enjoying yourself. And uh, you could be feeling a little bit uh, down mentally, psychologically, but I'd say you've been riding on a high. <laughs> and now it's like that, that kind of like... Um, blues is kind of like hitting you in, 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 in the face. On the 4th of November, we have um, three days before, three days after also, a new moon in Scorpio in your sixth house. Okay, so from the 4th onwards, um, I'd say a lot of your attention is going to be focused roughly until the 22nd of November on health-related matters and work-related matters, uh, Gemini. So on the 4th of November, the new moon in Scorpio in your sixth house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in your 12th house. Um, you may need to ASAP deal with some sort of unexpected situation uh, that arises either in a health environment uh, or in a work uh, environment. For instance, something could flare up all of a sudden out of the blue. Um, you may feel the urgency to kind of like change something in your health regimen or to treat this thing that came up again straight away so time is of the essence with um with uranus that kind of like precipitates uh things there's also a possibility that someone might leave very suddenly at work uh, or there could be like a, a sudden restructuring why do i keep on saying the word sudden because of uranus uranus does things very suddenly and this might literally put a ton of work on your plate. So whatever is happening at work seems to be really piling things up for you. No fun, but what can I say? On the 5th of November, um, until the, actually the 6th of March next year, uh, Venus moves through Capricorn in your eighth house. So you're going through a long period of time, my dear Geminis, in which you are likely to find intimacy a lot more enjoyable because whatever Venus transits through our chart, uh, it tends to make it more pleasant, more enjoyable. It is also a period of time in which you are likely to uh, maybe receive financial gifts, uh, receive bonuses, uh, receive returns on existing investments. So receive essentially um, money or kind of like value, not just from your salary, I, I'd say. On the 10th of November, uh, okay, so from the 10th of November until the lunar eclipse on the 19th, uh, we are going through a bit of a challenging time. Everyone is going through it. I'll tell you what it can bring for you. So on the 10th of November, Mercury is conjunct Mars and Scorpio in your sixth house, uh, and it is squaring Saturn in the ninth house. So this has conflict written all over it. Conflict with a coworker um, based on some sort of cultural differences or mentality differences. It feels like you are at a deadlock. Is that what they say? I'm actually just going to Google it because sometimes I... I read words. <laughs> yes, Google says a situation, typically one involving opposing parties in which no progress can be made. Yeah, that's that's what this day feels like. Um, on the 12th of November, however, um, you seem to be overcoming this sort of, you seem to be breaking the deadlock because the sun in Scorpio is trining um, Neptune and Pisces in your 10th house. Someone in a position of authority might come in and say, 
You folks, have you been fighting? Why? Ah, oh, let me just uh, smooth things out for you. Pisces kind of just, uh, Neptune and Pisces especially, just dissolves the conflict, which is great. Um, <laughs> but the conflict ain't over, uh, my dear Geminis. Um, also around the 10th of November, you may realize that you possibly need to postpone some travel plans in order to take care of something health-related. Um, on the 13th of November, Mercury and Scorpio in your sixth house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in the 12th house. Mentally, you are very strained. Now, you don't need me to tell you to slow down mentally, but this is this aspect spells anxiety on it. Remember, you can only do what you can do. You cannot control the chaos. And also, you are not responsible for all the chaos. So stop racking your brains. I mean, easy for me to say because I'm not in, in your situation. On the 17th of November, Mars in Scorpio in your sixth house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in the 12th house. Um, take it easy when you work out or when you move uh, or generally when you are at work so that you don't kind of like cut yourself, uh, so that you don't hurt yourself, so that you don't burn yourself, spilling coffee. Um, there is this sort of like unpredictable uh, kind of like energy. There could also be, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, uh, Geminis, there could also be a full-on explosion between you and a, and a co-worker around this, uh, around this time. On the 19th of November, a week before a week after, we have a full moon uh, lunar eclipse triggering your service axis, the 6th house, 12th house axis. And um, this is harmoniously aspecting Neptune and Pisces in your 10th house. So what's going on here? Essentially, something is ending work-wise. Uh, maybe you're at finalizing a project. Maybe you're saying goodbye to a job. Uh, you could be deciding that, you know what, this work chapter in my life is done or events outside of your control. Uh, maybe something connected with leadership, something connected with who owns the company. Um, events outside of your control essentially kind of like come to your attention and say, you've been working in this way with these folks um, in in this sort of team, that's all over now. You might actually be relieved that it is all over. If you have been waiting to hear um, of a job offer, for instance, or of, of an opportunity to work someplace else, you could hear about it around this time. You could also be offered unexpectedly uh, the opportunity to work someplace else. Um, it could also feel that you have overcome around this time some sort of uh, health-related issue, be it of a physical kind of um, nature or of a um, mental health nature. And from the 22nd of November, the sun moves into Sagittarius in your seventh house of relationships, illuminating the sector of your life for the next four weeks. Also, Mercury moves into that part of your chart. Mercury is your chart ruler. Um, therefore, you are likely to um, feel a lot more focused on relationships and also feel like you're learning more about yourself through the people that you kind of like interact with. And one of the best days of the month is the 29th of November when Mars in Scorpio is trining Neptune in Pisces. Uh, this is a day when whatever initiatives you are taking to heal yourself, to heal your physical body, um, they seem to be successful. Uh, if you are kind of like undergoing any sort of intervention, again, this is looking great. Um, it does seem to like maybe heal super quickly. The month ends beautifully. <laughs> Let's put it this way, Gemini. My Cancerian brothers and sisters, Cancer suns, Cancer risings, October has been stressful for us. Let us face it. I mean, maybe not the bad kind of stress, but certainly there's been a lot on 
your plates. I know there's been a lot on my plate as well. November, even though it is probably one of the most intense months of the year for fixed signs, is going to be a bit, a bit easier on you because we are going to have a lot of activation of your fifth house. And the fifth house out of all houses is probably a house of enjoyment. Um, it is one of the more easy houses to deal with, so to, um, so to speak. So let's, uh, let's dissect uh, November. On the 1st of November, we have a trine between Mercury and Libra in your fourth house and Jupiter in Aquarius in your eighth house of shared resources. This is a day of good news connected with a home related matter, maybe something that you've been dealing with as Mercury was retrograde in this part of your chart between the 27th of uh, September until the 18th of October. Um, maybe you've been kind of like trying to sign some sort of contract connected with the home, uh, maybe to purchase a home. There's been all sorts of delays, all sorts of like back and forth and voila, good news. And it seems to be good news coming from some sort of external party, maybe, um, I don't know, a bank, uh, uh, someone who you, um, let's say, share resources uh, with. Speaking of resources, this can also be a good day um, for those of you who have partners, uh, because your partners um, seem to be making more money, something something of that uh, nature may actually come to your attention. It is good news. 2nd of November, Mercury in uh, Libra in your fourth house is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in the seventh house. So you know how I said that uh, you've been dealing with home-related matters for quite some time with Mercury uh, transiting your, your fourth house of home and also going retrograde in that part of the chart. Well, whatever came to your attention uh, on the 22nd of September, on the 1st of October, is coming to your attention once again on the 2nd of November, whilst Mercury is squaring Pluto. Maybe something that you thought was, you kind of like dealt with um, when it came to the home is rearing its head one more time. On the 4th of November, Cancerians, we have a new moon in Scorpio in your fifth house. Also look at the three days before, three days after. And this one is opposing Uranus and Taurus in your 11th house of friends and long-term plans for the future. This can be a time when you receive a sudden and unexpected opportunity to collaborate on a creative project with someone. But maybe, maybe that someone isn't necessarily someone who you thought was up your street. So you're kind of like conflicted as to whether this is in alignment with um, your longer term goals in uh, in general. Uh, this can also be a time when you decide quite suddenly <laughs> to uh, allocate more time to yourself rather than doing things for others. And this can be done as a result of maybe being a little bit disappointed with uh, a friend or maybe um, a group type of um, situation that uh, sucked up a lot of your energy but did not necessarily give that much back. Also, also, there's something happening in either the life of your children, if you have children, um, or something happening romantically that seems to be throwing you off in terms of the plans that you had made so far. So it's kind of like messing up your plans. Is that a good thing? I don't know. It could be. It absolutely could be. Even though we as humans don't necessarily enjoy disruption. We enjoy the status quo. Most of us. Self-preservation, right? Now, from the 5th of November until the 6th of March next year, Venus is going to be transiting through 
your seventh house of partnerships. Boy, is this going to be a long, long time <laughs> for you to, let's put it this way, negotiate or renegotiate a relationship in your life. Uh, Venus is the ruler of your fourth house of home, amongst other things. Therefore, between the 5th of November until March next year, uh, you may have to really kind of like meet a partner halfway when it comes to a home-related matter. Maybe you're talking about, uh, I don't know, moving in together. Um, maybe you're talking about how to solve together a family-related um, issue. Your partner is inclined to be very amenable, but, but, this does seem to be a situation that you're dealing with for a longer kind of like period of time. For those of you who are single and looking <laughs> for a partner, there is a very high chance that uh, a romantic partner will come into your life uh, between the 5th of November and the 6th of uh, March um, next year, and possibly also someone from your past when Venus is going to go retrograde next month. Now, from the 10th of November until the 17th, we've got... We've got a little bit of tension. Everyone's got some tension in the sky, right? Um, because we have a lot of Scorpio energy and tense aspects uh, with uh, the Aquarius energy in the sky, with, a, with the um, energy of Uranus and Taurus. So there is certainly tension. Uh, so from the 10th of November, I'd say until roughly the 17th, um, very likely there will be some sort of disagreements with a friend, disagreements or feeling like you no longer align, you no longer resonate with a certain group of people. Um, there can also be something that is maybe quite private in your life. Possibly being exposed to the outside world and you're not necessarily feeling great about it. On the 10th of November, um, Mercury is conjunct Mars and Scorpio in your fifth house and it is squaring Saturn in your eighth house. So this can be a time when let's say something that you might have uh, wanted to do for fun is kind of like blocked because you need to take care of a financial um, situation. By the way, if you're feeling lucky on this day, if you want to go out gambling, my, re my recommendation is don't <laughs> because your kind of um, inspiration is likely to be blocked. Uh, let's say, by that strong Saturnian energy. So this is not a good day for gambling. This is not necessarily a good day for taking chances. Um, on the 12th of November, we have a beautiful aspect in the sky. The sun in Scorpio is trining Neptune in Pisces um, in your ninth house. Um, you might enjoy a cultural event. Uh, you might enjoy spending time out into the world uh, on this on this day. Um, you might also enjoy making plans and kind of like uh, dreaming with your eyes wide open about some sort of um, trip that you have planned ahead of you. It can also be um, a day when you enjoy uh, activities of a... Um, philosophical nature. On the 13th of November, we have Mercury and Scorpio in your fifth house, opposing Uranus and Taurus in the uh, 11th house. If you are addressing a wider group of people, the reactions from them can be mixed or they can be quite unexpected. It's like, it's a very kind of like unpredictable group of people, let's, uh, let's say. And on the 17th of November, Mars and Scorpio in your fifth house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in your 
11th house, again, this is an aspect of conflict. Um, this is an aspect when you can overdo uh, things, maybe overdo something that you enjoy um, doing. Careful with electricity on this day. Careful not to have too much fun. On the 19th of November, uh, give or take three, uh, no, let's let's say a week, a week before, a week after, we have a full moon lunar eclipse triggering your 11th house, 5th house axis and harmoniously aspecting Neptune in Pisces in your 9th house. So this is a day or a period of time when you are completing some sort of creative project. Um, also, it can be a time when you have this sort of very strong revelation about something that you would uh, like to pursue or something that you would enjoy studying. Um, you can also have a very powerful revelation on a, let's say, uh, personal worldview perspective as a result of some sort of group type of activity that you have been involved in. Maybe something connected with one of your um, passions and hobbies. Some Cancerians that are single can meet uh, someone that they are literally smitten with. So I'm talking here about that sort of like Cupid uh, type of um, romance where the arrow strikes and it's like, ah, oh, where did this come from? <laughs> um, you also seem to be really, really enjoying yourself um, with a group of people around this time and feeling like, okay, these are my people. This is my tribe. Uh, you may also hear news of a f from a friend, um, something connected uh, with foreign lands and foreign countries. Maybe they're moving to a different country altogether, or maybe they're coming back home to the country that you live in. On the 22nd of November, Cancer, for the next four weeks, the sun moves into Sagittarius in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. So you are going to be very busy work-wise for the next four weeks. Mercury also enters this part of your chart on the 24th of November, kind of like increasing the amount of busyness. And uh, on the 29th of November, we have one of the best days of the month, uh, Mars and Scorpio in your Fifth house is trining Neptune and Pisces in the ninth house. If you um, feel the urge to do something um, connected with higher education, connected with courses, classes, but also connected with maybe a trip, my recommendation is to listen to your instinct and your impulse and do it because your gut feeling is telling you that this is the right thing to do. Um, this can also be a time when you take the initiative to maybe enroll on some sort of course um, for for a topic that you have been passionate about for quite some time. Speaking of topics that you're passionate about, Cancerians, around the 19th of November, week before week after, you may discover a new passion and you may be appreciated uh, for your talents and skills very publicly, Cancerians. My dear Leos, uh, Leo suns and Leo risings, you are one of the fixed signs. So I can tell you this, November is going to be a month to remember. Look at me rhyming for you, Leos. <laughs> you and no one else but you. I mean, seriously, I did not rhyme for anyone else but you. So what's going on um, is the following Leo this month. There is a lot of energy focused on your fourth house of home and family. Your attention is being pulled in that direction. There's a lot of changes in your home and family life and in your living situation. So you'd better brace yourself 
uh, my dear Leos, because it is going to be... Oh my gosh, such a ride, such a ride. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let's kick it all off with the 1st of November. This is a day of good news from a partner. Uh, Mercury and Libra in your third house is trining Jupiter and Aquarius in your seventh house. Um, you seem to be on the same page with a partner. Um, you seem to be reaching some sort of agreement. Um, you seem to be feeling like your um, positivity and, and optimism in regards to a partnership is expanding. It's a good day to go out on a date. Um, it is a, also a good day to... Uh, maybe talk about finances uh, together, my dear Leos, since uh, Jupiter also rules your eighth house of shared resources. Uh, Jupiter rules your fifth house as well, and the fifth house is the house of children, so it could be a day when you talk about children or when you hear good news about children coming from your partner. On the 2nd of November, Mercury and Libra in your third house is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in the sixth house. Something that you've been dealing with it hasn't been easy um, since the last week of September, I'd say. Something that you have been dealing with maybe in terms of communication with a coworker, is coming back to your attention again, or there could be a problem that you thought you had solved coming to your attention one more time and saying, you know what, you're not done yet, not so fast. There could be some sort of secret that... Um, is being exposed at work. There could also be some sort of clash with a co-worker. On the 4th of November, three days before, three days after, we have a new moon in Scorpio in your fourth house of home, opposing Uranus and Taurus in your 10th house of career. This is a time of new beginning, home and family-wise. You could be moving into a new home. You could be welcoming a new family member. But it looks like it is really throwing a spanner in the works for you, career-wise. Um, also, something unexpected that could be happening in your career seems to be influencing your um, home and family life situation. So, to give an example, you could have agreed something with a boss, let's say, and now the boss is saying, no, 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 um, I actually take that back. It's not going to work in the long run, and you seem to be uh, feeling kind of like pulled into opposite directions because you had already made plans at home to accommodate this new career kind of like situation. Your partner doesn't seem to be helping either that much around this time because Mars in Scorpio in your fourth house is squaring Saturn in Aquarius in your seventh house of partnerships. So your partner seems to be a bit like a wall. It's like, nope, no compromise. I'm blocking this. So let's put it this way. You might need to make some, some drastic changes um, either in your home environment or in your... Um, professional life uh, because something's got to give uh, and you may decide what needs to be released around the eclipse on the 19th of November, uh, give or take a week before a week after. From the 5th of November until the 6th of March next year, um, Venus is going to move through Capricorn in uh, your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. Let's put it this way. Venus is the ruler of your 10th house of career. So, if you are looking for a new job because of what happened in a career environment, then Venus is supporting you to do so. Venus is saying, go for interviews, um, look for new contracts, look for new opportunities to work, maybe look at how you can 
reutilize or repurpose some of your existing skills. So Venus is very supportive in that direction. Um, Venus moving through Capricorn in your sixth house, um, at least until the 19th of December next uh, month is also very positive in terms of making changes in your diet, in your day-to-day -day regime, kind of, um, uh, rituals and habits and what you, what you engage in on a day-to-day -day basis so that you can support your health Leo's. Now, from the 10th of November until the 17th, we have a lot of tension. And I, I'm, I'm going to be very frank. I know people don't necessarily like it when I don't say nice things. But sometimes, sometimes we have to be realistic. And I can tell you that the energy of conflict is very strong. On the 10th of November, um, on the 13th of November, and on the 17th, you might feel it throughout the entire period. On the 10th, Mercury is... Uh, conjunct Mars and Scorpio in your fourth house and squaring Saturn in your seventh house of relationships. It may feel like your partner is literally not listening to you. It may feel like they're blocking you from going after what you want. Um, this can also be a time when you feel like uh, some sort of source of external authority is blocking some sort of initiative that you have in the home. This could also be a time when a partner is not necessarily feeling that well health-wise, I, I would say. On the 12th of November, we have a nice aspect between the sun in your fourth house of home and Neptune in Pisces in the eighth house. If you do need help from a family member to deal with something of a financial nature, I would say ask for it because they're very likely to give it to you. Um, on the 15th of November, the sun is going to be squaring Jupiter in Aquarius in your seventh house. So let's put it this way. Even though it's not easy for you to may maybe make a compromise in a in a um, partnership, be it a business partnership, be it a personal relationship, this is a time when you kind of like look at the big picture possibly and maybe prompted by the partner and see how you have been maybe overly focused on your way of doing things, your way of seeing things. On the 17th of November, we have Mars in your fourth house of home opposing Uranus and Taurus in the 10th house. Very careful. This is a time when there could be some sort of um, electric issue in the house, uh, maybe some sort of um, incident uh, connected with water, uh, maybe kind of like bursting open, maybe like a pipe bursting open. This could be also a time when you have a very intense clash with either a boss or a parent. And on the 19th of November, give or take a week before a week after, you seem to be taking that decision that I was talking about. Something's kind of like um, shifting. Um, you're either letting go of something that you have been doing career-wise or a certain uh, plan career-wise, or you could be compromising on a home-related matter, but you seem to not be able to do both. This full moon lunar eclipse uh, indicates that something's coming to an end in your uh, career sector. It could also be something that you have been working on for quite some time and you're ready to release it. It is very nicely aspected to Neptune and Pisces in your eighth house. For instance, some of you might release a job, but you seem to be moving away with maybe a significant kind of like, what is it called? Paycheck or... I don't think it's called bonus when you leave a company, but in any case, you're not leaving empty-handed. 
And, and you already seem to have something else lined up career-wise because Venus in your sixth house is going to trine Uranus and Taurus in your 10th house of career. So you might already be focused on a, a new kind of like path professionally. And from the 22nd of November, uh, the sun moves through Sagittarius in your fifth house of fun for the next four weeks. So let the fun begin, Leos, because this has not been easy on you this month. Um, from the 24th of November, um, also Mercury moves into this part of your chart and Mercury for you, my dear Leos, uh, rules your second house of income. So for the next three weeks, you could be spending your money, your hard-earned cash on gifts, on uh, fun activities, on going out, on doing things together with a romantic partner. And last but not least, the 29th of November is one of my favorite, favorite days of the month because Mars in Scorpio in your fourth house is trining Neptune in Pisces in the eighth house. Um, if you have had some sort of um, open clash or conflict with a parent or with a family member, you might take the initiative to um, make peace and to kind of like dissolve um, the anger that could be, or the resentment that could exist between the two of you. And that is November, Leos. My dear Virgos, Virgo suns, and Virgo risings, what does November look like for you? Well, a lot easier than it looks like for fixed signs, that's because uh, there's going to be a lot of energy concentrated in the sign of Scorpio, and Scorpio um, is a sign that sextiles um, Virgo, so your energies kind of like flow smoothly together. Still, I can tell you that this is an intense month overall, so even if you're not necessarily in the middle of the, I was about to say firing uh, squad, I'm using very dramatic language. You can tell that it is Scorpio season. You might be witnessing all sorts of kind of like radical changes happening um, in the lives of people around you. So let's dig in. On the 1st of November, we have actually one of the best aspects of the month. Uh, Mercury in Libra in your second house is trining Jupiter in Aquarius in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. You seem to be signing maybe a contract or reaching some sort of agreement in a work environment that is paying beautifully. Um, this can also be a day when you finally kind of like um, crack some sort of a relationship, a crack the code of a relationship in a work environment. Um, you might finally negotiate a contract. Uh, you may finally kind of like um, get on the same page with a coworker. So it's generally a very good day. It can also be a day when you get paid, I, I would say Virgos. On the 2nd of November, we have a tense aspect between Mercury and Libra in your second house, squaring Pluto and Capricorn in the fifth house. Um, you could end up paying more on this day for something that you thought uh, would not cost you that much. Uh, you could also be debating as to whether it's worth spending this much money on something um, that uh, maybe is not um, kind of like an essential element of your life. If you have children, this can also be a day when you need to really spend spend that cash on one of your kids, uh, Virgos. So don't say I did not warn you. On the 4th of November, give or take three days before, three days after, you have a new moon in Scorpio in your third house, um, opposing Uranus and Taurus in the ninth house. This can be a day when you realize that you really need to learn something. Um, maybe you thought it was... Um, something negotiable, but it seems to be a little bit non-negotiable. 
uh, this could be also a day when you enroll upon a course or when you start some sort of official, let's say, uh, uh, some, some, some sort of formal education type of activity. Uh, it could be a time maybe when, I don't know, exams at school start or you start a class and you're not necessarily feeling very, let's say, calm about it because it could involve some traveling. Um, it could also involve dealing with people from foreign lands or foreign countries, maybe navigate some sort of legal matters as well. Uh, I'm looking at that opposition to Uranus and Taurus in the ninth house. I'm thinking, uh, what is it of a legal or contractual nature that you need to pay attention to? Really kind of like read through the fine print if you're signing up for anything. This can also be a time when you sell something, maybe because you feel like you are pushed uh, to do uh, to do so. Maybe you sell your car or it could be a, a, a period of time, a few days before, a few days after the fourth, when you realize that actually you need to buy a new car, maybe again because of legal kind of reasons. So to give you an example here in London, and please forgive me, or yeah, in London, please forgive me if I don't know the exact details because I'm not the driver in, in, in the family. <laughs> My husband would love for me to drive more, but uh, I, I've got, I, I have a driver's license, but I don't like driving. Uh, so for instance, here in London, um, now if you don't, if you have this sort of like older type of car, um, you need to pay a lot in order to go into central London more than uh, you used to pay. So maybe you're thinking, you know what, it's actually worth buying a new car altogether, a newer car altogether. On the 5th of November until the 6th of March, actually, uh, Venus moves through Capricorn in your 5th house. Okay, so you've got a very long time, Virgo, to reconnect with what brings you joy, to reconnect with your passions and your hobbies, and to also invest money because um, Venus is actually, for you, the ruler of your 2nd house of income, to invest money into something that you enjoy doing. And it feels like a worthwhile investment uh, because it seems to be giving you more confidence in yourself. This is also a fantastic time. Uh, it's a longer period of time for romantic liaisons. <laughs> um, I know some people don't want to be in a relationship. I'm obviously not talking to you. <laughs> some people are like, what about me who like, I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm like, okay, like ignore this. Of course, I'm not talking about you in, in particular uh, Virgos, but in general, I get all sorts of like comments. Um, it can also be a time, I would say, um, from the 5th of November until the 6th of March, uh, when you spend more time with your kids or when you decide, maybe, for instance, to um, spend some money uh, to kind of like nurture a talent that your children or one of your kids has. To give you an example, you might decide to kind of like take your, your, your uh, kids to play tennis and that costs money. So I'd say that your resources are likely to go towards either your passions and hobbies or your children, my dear Virgos. Um, from the 10th of November until the 17th of November, literally what's in the sky is discord. That is the way in which I can describe it. It is discord all around. Um, I'm like, 
nothing to be worried about. There's just going to be a lot of kind of like altercations and miscommunication and disagreements, especially on the 10th of November, on the 13th of November, and on the 17th of November. So on the 10th, we have Mercury conjunct Mars and Scorpio, square Saturn in your sixth house. Uh, this is a time uh, when you might have like a very frustrating disagreement with a co-worker this could also be a time if you need to like get somewhere uh, for work if you need to travel for work i can tell you that there is probably going to be some sort of massive disruption preventing you from getting there in time so if you can leave earlier that would be fantastic virgos um on the 12th of November, this is actually a good day. Uh, the Sun in Scorpio in your third house is trining Neptune and Pisces in the seventh house. If you need some sort of help with um, a uh, school-related matter, something connected with your education, don't be afraid to ask someone in your life. Uh, don't be afraid to ask a partner. Uh, don't be afraid to ask someone from the outside because they are likely to really illuminate you, to kind of like give you some really good advice and ideas and a new perspective. On the 13th of November, Mercury and Scorpio in your third house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in your ninth house. <laughs> Messed up plans for travel. This is how I would describe this. Uh, also, possibly the sudden piece of news that you need to maybe file in some papers, take care of some sort of legal issue. You had no idea that this was coming. Maybe you thought you had dealt with it. In any case, it's taking you by surprise. Uh, this could also be a time when you need to travel at very short notice. You could have to travel long distance or short distance. On the 17th of November, Mars in Scorpio in your third house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in the ninth house. I'm not liking this because um, I have to say uh, something of a legal matter seems to be getting in the way of you kind of like fulfilling one of your uh, goals or objectives. Um, there also seems to be a clash maybe um, that you're experiencing with someone who belongs to a different culture, someone who you would consider foreign. There can also, also be, I have to tell you, um, whatever whatever you do in terms of traveling around the 17th of November, there can also be a lot of disruption. Um, please drive slowly if you can, Virgos, that would be my uh, recommendation. It's a very tense, tense, tense day. Uh, if you have siblings, Virgos, by the way, on the 17th of November in particular, you could have a bit of a face-off with a sibling. On the 19th of November, I'd say the drama is over. That's because um, we are experiencing a lunar eclipse. Also, it's active the week before the week after. Um, a lunar eclipse triggering your ninth house, third house axis and harmoniously aspecting Neptune and Pisces in the seventh house. Okay, so uh, this is a time when you are maybe finalizing a class, a course, or um, a cycle of studies that you kicked off earlier this year i can tell you exactly when so maybe have a think about what you were doing around that time so around the 11th of may give or take three days before three days after uh this this could be a time when you get accepted uh for a course or a class when you maybe hand in some some uh, uh thesis um and i have to tell you there's someone in your life really helping you with this uh, because the eclipse is very nicely aspected to Neptune and Pisces in your seventh house. So you could be very grateful to have this person in your life. 
Uh, this could also be a time when you maybe uh, solve for good uh, an issue of a legal nature, maybe something connected with immigration, visas, passports, etc. It can also be a time when you travel, and even though there has been a lot of disruption up until this point, possibly in terms of traveling, um, I'd say things are likely to go unexpectedly smoothly around this time. And from the 22nd of November, uh, the sun moves into Sagittarius in your fourth house of home for the next four weeks. I'd say you are likely to spend more time at home, more time um, um, kind of like focusing on your private um, life. On the 24th of November, Mercury also moves into this part of your chart and Mercury is your um, ruler. Uh, Mercury governs both Virgo and Gemini, essentially kind of like focusing even your mental attention on what's happening at home, on um, maybe family members, maybe people who you did not have that sort of like time to um, kind of like um, just be with them. <laughs> because there's been a lot of trips there's been a lot of paperwork that you've had to deal with. Uh, there's been a lot of like learning exams, maybe uh, Virgo, uh, that you've had to deal with this uh, this month. <sighs> you can finally breathe. And the 29th of November is actually one of my favorite days because we have a trine in the sky between Mars and Scorpio in your third house and Neptune and Pisces in the seventh house. Whatever you've been trying to solve connected with transportation or exams, um, I'd say... It finally seems to be going very smoothly because the people that you're meeting along the way um, want to help you. They are collaborative. They are willing to cooperate, uh, so to um, so to speak. I would also recommend taking the initiative to do something really nice with a romantic partner if you've got one in your life. Uh, maybe to spend some, some quality time together, maybe prepare a surprise for them, uh, something that can help you escape the mundane. You could have, I'll put it out there, you could have the surprise of um, your partner doing this for you as well. It's a beautiful, beautiful day for um, intimacy. I intimacy. <laughs> like, why is this so hard to say? Um, and to enjoy time spent in the company of someone that uh, is, is really, really important to you. And that is Virgo. Now, let us talk about Libras. Libra suns and Libra risings. Okay, I can tell you that this month is going to be revolving around financial matters, mostly Libras, and especially until roughly the 22nd of November, so pretty much until the last week of November, you need to do some very intense juggling financially. So consider yourselves prepared and warned because brace yourselves, change is coming financially, expenses are coming, payments could also be coming, but... There's also the element of surprise coming up, Libra, because we are in eclipse season once again. And eclipses, as we all know, they push us in the direction of our destiny and they, they many times get us out of a rut that we might have been stuck in. But hey, human nature wants to stay generally in the same rut. Most people uh, actually do. So on the 1st of November, Mercury in... 
Libra in your first house is trining Jupiter in Aquarius in your fifth house. This is a beautiful day to uh, go out on a date. Uh, it's a beautiful day to um, spend time collaborating with someone on a creative project. You're very inspired. You're super creative, Libras. I absolutely, absolutely love this day. It's a fantastic day to uh, address yourself to an audience, uh, maybe in, in an environment that you enjoy being in. Um, it's one of the best days of the month, um, Libras, don't forget. Along with the 29th of November, also one of the best days of the month. Now, on the 2nd of November, Mercury in Libra in your first house is squaring Pluto in Capricorn in your fourth house of home. Uh, this can be a time when you have to deal one more time with an issue at home that you thought was taken care of. Uh, maybe something connected with the plumbing, for instance, something that is kind of like buried, something that you can't see and something that maybe bursts open. This could be a time also when you clash with a family member, I'd say especially a parent uh, when they have some sort of outburst and you're thinking, where is this coming from? It could be something that came to your attention also on the 22nd of September and the 1st of October when Mercury was squaring uh, Pluto in, in this part of your chart as well. On the 4th of November, uh, give or take three days before, three days after, we have a new moon in your second house of income in Scorpio, opposing Uranus and Taurus in your eighth house. So it is a new beginning for you financially, but it seems to involve significant expenses. So maybe you're bringing a new source of income into your life. Maybe you are starting a new job, but I urge you, I absolutely urge you to really look at um, taxes, to really look at what you need to pay off. Um, my recommendation also, if you can, is not to take credit around this time or not to get into debt. Um, it could be that uh, you're feeling kind of like forced to start something new uh, in terms of making money because you've got a lot to pay off. I, I do want to put it out there. Um, if anything, I would say you're pushed to have a new attitude to money also by the fact that there's probably some sort of um, person, some sort of partner in your life that has a completely different attitude to money compared to uh, the attitude that you have. So you might not necessarily be thrilled with it, but if you want the relationship to continue, then alas, you might need to just roll with it. On the 5th of November until the 6th of March next year, actually, Venus moves through Capricorn in your fourth house of home. This is a fantastic time to redecorate the home, to make it more beautiful, to kind of like channel that Venusian energy. Um, Venus is the ruler of your uh, sign, so you could find yourself spending more time than you actually thought you would at home, surrounded by family members. Um, you could be doing things around the house. Um, you could also be making possibly, possibly plans along with, uh, with a partner, um, that involves spending money, uh, on the house or on your living situation for, for, for quite some time. Uh, you could be going back over your plans when Venus is retrograde, uh, in December, but we're going to talk about that when we get to that. Um, from the 10th of November until the 17th, we have a stressful period. <laughs> For everyone. The most stressed are probably going to be the fixed signs, so not you, but you might be stressed because things are happening around you and people are in a funk. <laughs> let's uh, let's put it this way. Um, there can be a lot of conflict um, that you also kind of like get dragged into even though you don't want to. Libras around uh, financial matters, um, I, I'd say. 
So, uh, on the 10th of November, uh, Mercury is conjunct Mars and Scorpio in your second house, and it is squaring Saturn in your fifth house. So, this can be a time when you uh, feel like you really need to fork more money than you thought you would have to uh, in order to pay for some sort of hobby or pleasure or fun activity. It seems to be costing you an arm and a leg. You are not pleased with it, if I if I may say so. Maybe you're feeling the need to kind of like pay for the uh, expenses for a romantic partner as well. That's a possibility. On the 12th of November, the sun in Scorpio in your second house is trining Neptune and Pisces in your sixth house. This is a good day to actually maybe score some, some quick wins uh, financially at work or maybe kind of like seal some sort of lucrative uh, deal. It's also a day when your talents seem to be appreciated at work a great, great deal. Things are flowing very smoothly and you're feeling very, once again, you're feeling very inspired. Um, on the 13th of November, unexpected expense, 100%. Well, nothing is 100% in this life, but we've got an exact opposition between Mercury in your second house of income and Uranus in Taurus in your eighth house. There could also be some sort of maybe secret, maybe a hidden piece of information that comes to your attention connected with a loan, a mortgage, or some sort of return on investment that you were relying upon. I've got a general kind of like blanket type of recommendation, Libras, if possible, I would hold back from making any sort of massive financial investments between the 10th of November and I'd say until the 19th of November, because it's going to be volatile, like no one's business, especially for you. So there is the possibility of you kind of like um, maybe even losing money quite quick. Um, or there is a possibility that your uh, investment might fluctuate like crazy and you could be feeling like i'm just gonna pull my hair out of my head <laughs> so consider yourselves warned do so at your own risk on the 19th of november a week before a week after actually we have a full moon lunar eclipse um triggering your eighth house second house axis and harmoniously aspecting neptune and pisces in the sixth house of day-to-day -day, uh, work so this can be a time when you receive some sort of uh payment from work um i'd say significant payment uh, it is a time when you seem to be closing up some sort of financial chapter in your life maybe you are finally paying off a debt maybe you are finally hearing the news that you wanted to hear uh from the bank maybe you are uh getting that that sort of like mortgage that loan that you were relying upon it did require a lot of work but the result seems to be very 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 positive i i, I have to say also this can be a time when you finalize uh maybe uh, a significant let's say period of time where your assets and your resources have been directed towards a health-related matter. Uh, maybe have a think about what was going on in your, um, in your life around, let's see what day this was, let's see, let's see, around the 11th of May, a few days before, a few days after, because this is when you had a new moon um, in your eighth house. Uh, from the 22nd of November, um, for the next four weeks, uh, the sun moves through Sagittarius in your third house of communication. Um, it is making your life a lot easier. I'd say 
it's making you feel like socialization is worth it. Once again, communication is flowing smoothly with others. You can take your mind off of financial matters for uh, for a bit. Um, you've you've solved, you've cracked the code of that sort of like financial issue that you are dealing with. Um, I'd also say, by the way, one more thing to remember, you can overcome some sort of mental crisis, uh, psychological crisis um, around the 19th of November, my dear Libras, which is no small feat. And it is something that you deserve uh, congratulations for. So hang on in there. Don't give up. And um, on the 29th of November, we have one of the best aspects in the sky of the month. <laughs> When Mars and Scorpio in your second house is going to try Neptune and Pisces in the sixth house. This is truly um, a day when you feel probably um, proud to have maintained your self-control and your discipline connected with uh, something that was asking you to maybe work overtime to push yourself where maybe you were feeling like uh, drained um, with no energy whatsoever. Uh, this is also a time when, again, if you are working in any sort of environment when you, where you need to kind of like agree on contracts, where you need to find clients, it is a day for, it is a very good day for, for sales. It is a very good day to persuade um, others. It's also a very good day for healing. And if you're uh, going for any sort of intervention, um, you could you could say that this is one of the best choices that you've got um, with Mars very nicely aspected to Neptune. That is November for you. My dear Scorpios, Scorpio suns and Scorpio risings. This month, you are obviously, for most of the month, the star of the zodiac because literally everyone's looking at you. You've also got an eclipse in your um, relationship kind of sector also triggering your house of identity. So let's put it this way. You might look back at the month of uh, November 2021 and say, this is when my life kind of like took a different turn. And I realize I'm being dramatic, but generally eclipses are moments in time when we get a shove from our destiny uh, to kind of like put us back on track. And I'm thinking here, of course, of the eclipse coming up at the end of, towards the end of the month, on the 19th of November, week before, week after. So, on the 1st of November, on the 1st of November, 1st, on the 1st of November, we have a beautiful aspect in the sky between Mercury in Libra in your 12th house, um, in a trine to Jupiter in Aquarius in your fourth house of home. So this can be a time of healing um, in terms of maybe some sort of challenge that you um, experienced at uh, at home. Um, it could also be a time when you finally kind of like let go maybe of, of uh, some sort of buried kind of like feelings or thoughts or frustrations connected with home and family life. Um, it is a, a moment in time of collaboration with family uh, members. If you need to ask for help, absolutely do ask for help. Uh, Mercury in general is also connected with sales, so it could be a time when you sell a property. Mercury for you rules your eighth house, so maybe you are receiving an unexpected gift from a um, family member around this time. Now, on the 2nd of November, Mercury in Libra is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in your third house. Uh, you could hear um, news that are uh, really disruptive uh, and uh, frustrating um, when it comes to a sibling or a colleague, I'd, uh, I'd say. 
You may also hear news of some sort of outstanding debt that you have to pay. Again, because Mercury rules your eighth house as well. Um, take it take it slow, take it easy on the roads. Um, my recommendation as well. And don't get too angry at uh, the people out there. Now, on the 4th of November, um, give or take three days before, three days after, we have a new moon in Scorpio in your first house of identity. Opposing Uranus and Taurus in your seventh house of relationships. This is a day when um, I have to say it's it's the one new moon in Scorpio of the year. It is a day when you are kind of like beginning a period when you are beginning a whole new chapter uh, in your life in terms of um, life direction, in terms of personal development, in terms of growth. Uh, you could be initiating some sort of um, new project, um, a project that is focused on you and something that makes you uh, reconnect with your authentic self. You could also be deciding very abruptly to put the focus away from a relationship and to kind of like shift it towards yourself, your needs. This might take a partner by surprise and you might realize, actually, I'm better off doing things on my own than in uh, not the best of, let's say, Partnerships, so you might decide to cut someone out of your life. It doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partner. It could be a business partner or it could be a consultant, such as an attorney, an accountant, um, a therapist. You might decide, you know what? I'm done. Like, this is not the person that resonates with me any longer. On the 5th of November until the 6th of March next year, Venus moves through Capricorn in your third house. Um, this is a fabulous, fabulous time to learn new skills, to maybe uh, enroll upon a course. Um, it is also a time when you, let's put it this way, you might adjust your way of communicating with others and you may realize actually something needs to kind of like be smoothed out um, a little bit, uh, very, very possibly, I'd, uh, I'd say. It is also a very good time to reconnect, a very good period of time to reconnect with old colleagues, to reconnect with, an, uh, with uh, a community that you have been a part of already. And Venus in your third house also makes you very persuasive for quite some time, actually. Uh, now, from the 10th of November until the 17th, oh my days. So this is, this is the period of time that I'm like, oh no. <laughs> And you'll notice that it's not just for you, it's for everyone. But I'm like, oh my days. This is going to be intense. Uh, there's going to be uh, a lot of anger, probably. Um, a lot of frustration coming to the surface. Maybe a lot of disagreement, a lot of uh, discord. I did mention that uh, as a keyword. So on the 10th of November, we have Mercury conjunct Mars in Scorpio in your first house, squaring Saturn in the fourth house of home. Uh, this could be a time when you feel like completely disconnected from a... Uh, from a parent, from a family member, uh, maybe from um, something that was an important part of your home and family life. It could be a time when you say goodbye to uh, something that, uh, to something or to someone uh, who was um, an important fixture in your home and family life. There is this maybe feeling of loss and you could be feeling uh, very angry with it. On the 12th of November, this is actually a much easier day. Um, the sun in Scorpio is trining Neptune in Pisces in your fifth house. You seem to be kind of like making 
peace with something that uh, ha has brought you pain up until this point. This is a very healing energy. It's also an energy of uh, maybe escaping from the mundane kind of like reality and doing something that you really love doing. So my recommendation is if you can go out, have fun, spend time with loved ones, uh, or just uh, lose yourself in a hobby, a passion that kind of like takes your mind off of less pleasant topics in your life. Now, on the 13th of November, Mercury and Scorpio in your first house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in the seventh house. This can be a day when you have some sort of explosive argument with someone uh, or when you decide to bring to someone's attention something that you kept, have kept hidden, especially a partner, either a business partner or a romantic partner or a consultant in your life. Uh, you might decide to bring to their attention something that you have been sitting on in terms of having a, having a certain opinion that you kept for yourself. On the 17th of November, Mars in Scorpio in your first house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in the seventh house. Uh, you're likely to be very angry with someone in your life at this point in time, and you you may um, also uh, receive very kind of like unexpected responses when you do share that anger with people in your uh, in your life. Uh, the reaction of someone in your life, uh, be it a partner, be it a uh, business partner, uh, might uh, annoy you even more because you're showing uh, them that, that you're kind of like angry and frustrated and their reaction is to kind of like go all ballistic on you or literally give you the cold shoulder and say things like, oh, let's not make that big of a fuss about it. Um, it does feel a little bit like they're denying your... Like, they could be denying your, your feelings. On the 19th of November, give or take a week before, a week after, we have a full moon lunar eclipse triggering your relationship axis and harmoniously aspecting Neptune and Pisces in the fifth house. So this can be a time when... Um, when it comes to romantic relationships, um, you find a way to make it work for the long run. You find a way to kind of like uh, allow the love between the two of you kind of like smooth the the edges of the relationship. This could also be a time, by the way, when you have um, some sort of epiphany connected with a partner uh, or they have something that takes you completely by surprise to reveal to you and it's probably something that will bring you tremendous joy for those of you who are single then this is a time when you can uh, meet someone or someone might uh, come forward and say i've got feelings for you um this is also a time when you may feel like you have found the perfect advisor the, per the perfect consultant or the perfect let's say um spiritual kind of uh, mentor um, in your life. And from the 22nd of November, uh, things are kind of like cooling off. Uh, there's been a lot of attention drawn towards you up until this point, Scorpio. So now the spotlight is being taken off of you and it's going on to Sagittarius. So the sun moves through Sagittarius in your second house from the 22nd of November for four weeks. I'm like, how many weeks? Four weeks, roughly four weeks. And, um, the sun rules your 10th house of career. So your attention may be drawn towards how you can showcase your talents best so that uh, it helps you kind of like rise up through the ranks career-wise. Your attention is also drawn uh, onto how you can make more money <laughs> career-wise. And the 29th of November, as I said, is one of the best days of the month in my view because Mars and Scorpio in your first house is trining Neptune and Pisces in the fifth house. 
my recommendation on this day is to listen to that inner urge that kind of like tells you to maybe reach out to someone that you love, um, maybe offer, um, what, what is it called? Like the, <sighs> we have a saying in Romania, the pigeon of peace, <laughs> the dove of peace. Uh, in any case, uh, kind of like offer them a way to, um, make things work between the two of you. Once again, even if there has been tension, offer them a way back to you, or maybe, surprise them with something. Um, maybe, um, I don't know, organize uh, some sort of uh, enjoyable activity for uh, for you. It is also a day when you may be feeling inspired to kind of like get away from the craziness of the day-to-day -day and just dance your socks off or, um, I don't know, like do something uh, that really allows you to kind of like release the, the tension that existed inside of you. And it feels so, so good. It feels so healing, uh, Scorpios. And that is November for you. Now, if you are a Sagittarius sun or a Sagittarius rising, for you, my lovelies, um, this month is going to, let's put it this way. It's going to bring a lot of unknown elements to the table because we've got a lot of 12th house activation. Uh, you might be feeling a little bit alone for quite some time this month. You might also feel the need to spend time away from the world, uh, or you may feel pushed to spend time away from the world, maybe a little bit in isolation. Let's uh, see what the month uh, has in store for you. So on the 1st of November, Mercury and Libra in your 11th house is trining Jupiter and Aquarius in your third house. Uh, this is a time of getting together with friends, of communicating very well with friends. It could be a time of beautiful collaboration with peers. It could be a time when you maybe get offered uh, some sort of uh, collaboration um, opportunity, uh, something career related because uh, Mercury also rules your 10th house of career. It is something likely to increase your popularity and to also teach you something very important. So I would say why not take it? Um, it does seem like a, like a very fun adventure, if anything. On the 2nd of November, we have a tense aspect between Mercury in your 11th house and Pluto and Capricorn in the 2nd house. So you know that opportunity, that exciting opportunity. On the 2nd of November, you might bump into some sort of difficulty because, because you're not on the same page with someone um, when it comes to financial matters. Or, or they might throw in the mix something that uh, you weren't aware of, of a financial nature. And maybe you're feeling like, they're asking you to kind of like compromise on uh, what you're maybe charging for your services. Now on the 4th of November, give or take three days before, three days after, we have a new moon in Scorpio in your 12th house, opposing Uranus and Taurus in the 6th house. <coughs> Forgive me. Uh, this is a new beginning for you spiritually, but I'd say it might be triggered by something um, very unexpected that happens at work. So let's say something very chaotic kind of like takes place at work, something that you did not see coming, something very unpredictable, and you realize very suddenly, you know what? You just can't see everything coming. Some things are just going to escape your foresight. Um, this can also be a time, by the way, when you um, feel like you need to address the topic of rest differently. Uh, 
because you have been burning the candle at both ends and you might be feeling incredibly, incredibly depleted and exhausted. So you might make a pledge to like treat uh, rest and recuperation time differently. This can also be a time when you decide to approach the topic of mental health uh, very differently uh, to transform it as a result of how stressed you have been at work. And I wouldn't be surprised if there were some sort of unpredictable news uh, being brought to your attention that uh, that's coming from work. Maybe someone is leaving. Maybe um, you, I don't know, you hear some sort of uh, unexpected news and it's like, why have I been losing sleep over this? <laughs> because in the end, it didn't turn out uh, the way I wanted it to turn out uh, regardless. So sometimes the best answer is to take a bit of a step back, to surrender, to go with the flow, and to realize that as much as we'd like to, we can't predict or prevent some things from happening. On the 5th of November until the 6th of March, uh, Venus moves through Capricorn in your second house of income, and um, Venus, uh, for you, rules your sixth house of day-to-day work and your 11th house of long-term plans for the future. So you uh, are actively supported in making new uh, long-term plans for the future connected with your work, um, um, plans for the future that also involve you getting paid better. So what I'm trying to say here, Sagittarius, uh, I have to tell you, Venus moving through your second house, um, at least until it goes retrograde next month on the 19th of um, December, is supporting you maybe in finding a new job or in finding new sources of income or in kind of like scoring more clients so that you can, let's say, um, allocate those extra resources to your to one of your long-term uh, goals. It is a lucrative period. It is a lucrative period overall. Um, if if and only if you remember to really value what you have to offer. So that is a must. Now, from the 10th of November until the 17th-ish, the show begins. And when I'm saying the show begins, um, I don't mean... <laughs> I don't mean the comedy show. I mean... <laughs> I can't say this word on camera. <laughs> It's going to be one crazy ride for everyone, mostly for fixed signs, but you're probably going to be watching also. So on the 10th of November, Mercury conjunct Mars and Scorpio in your 12th house is squaring Saturn in the third house. Um, so something that someone says to you is really kind of like getting on your nerves, um, let's say, and seems to be really triggering you. Uh, from a uh, mental health perspective, you could also be feeling like you have a lot of anger towards someone that you encounter on a day-to-day -day basis in kind of like a mundane environment, but you can't, let's say, you can't voice it for whatever reason, and it eats you on the inside. It is a very frustrating aspect. Let's uh, let's just put it out there. Um, you may also hear news that is super annoying to you. I'll put it out there, Sagittarius. I know people don't like it when I when I say things that are not necessarily, oh, this is going to be amazing. Um, but you might hear news that really annoys you and that upsets you uh, from a sibling around this time, if you do have siblings. <coughs> My apologies. 
On the 13th of November, Mercury and Scorpio in your 12th house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in the 6th house. So this is news that, again, you did not see coming, um, coming from work. Um, it does look like there's a lot of disruption in your daily kind of like work environment and day-to-day um, -day routine. Let's see. You could hear of someone talking stuff behind your back around this time. And there could be kind of like a... Like a secret that comes to the surface, uh, connected with what someone was was saying about you in a work uh, in a work environment. Um, there's also the possibility, uh, Sagittarius, that either a parent or a partner uh, has some sort of health-related issue that comes to your attention, um, and it seems to be um, brought out of nowhere. It seems to arise out of nowhere, and it is really, really, really stressing you out especially on this uh, on this day you could also hear of something very dodgy that was happening behind the scenes at work just to put it out there on the 17th of november mars and scorpio in your 12th house is opposing uranus and taurus in the sixth house okay this is in my view uh, quite intense inflammation in the body very possibly so you could have something kind of like flaring up uh in your in your physical body um taking you completely by surprise the answer is to really learn to slow down and maybe take a bit of a step back and also also you could be made in a very abrupt manner uh, made aware of um something like a habit that you were getting in involved with or engaged in uh, that was really sabotaging your health and it was a bit of a I don't want to call it a silent killer, but it was certainly something that you did not think was doing you any harm. And you realized maybe around this time, that uh, around the 17th of November, that it was actually harming you. So you do with that what you, what you wish, uh, Sagittarius. On the 19th of November, give or take a week before a week after, um, this is the moment of relief that everyone was waiting for. We have a full moon lunar eclipse. Um, lunar eclipses are generally very final. It's like, this is it. Deal with it. These are the facts. Move on with your life. Let go of what has been. And that's just the nature of life. Um, the full moon lunar eclipse is triggering your sixth house of day-to-day -day, uh, work. Um, and your 12th house of self-sacrifice, of isolation, of spirituality. And uh, it is harmoniously aspecting Neptune in Pisces in your fourth house of home. So, like, what is this sound? Where is it coming from? I don't know, folks. <laughs> Maybe you're not even hearing it. So this full moon uh, lunar eclipse, Sagittarians, is uh, probably bringing um, the end of a chapter for you work-wise, some of you might be leaving a job altogether uh, in order to focus on your private life. Um, some of you might be um, kind of like having a very powerful realization about your mental health and realizing, you know what, it's not worth it. Um, it's not worth it to kind of like break, uh, break your backs for work and have your mental health suffer. Uh, this can also be a time when you get offered a new job opportunity and maybe something that uh, allows you to have better work-life balance. You can receive a very sudden opportunity around the 19th of November, week before, week after, because Venus uh, at the time of the eclipse is in your second house of income, trining uh, Uranus and Taurus in your sixth house of day-to-day -day work. So there can be this maybe like um, 
new client that comes up or maybe someone who you've worked with and says, I think you would be perfect for this, uh, for this project. And, and I have to tell you, it's been a very exhausting time. The first kind of like part of, of November for you with that 12th house activation, you might've lost sleep. Um, you may not have been able to like rest properly, but once the sun moves into Sagittarius from the 22nd of November, you are energized. So you are literally on fire um, and you're feeling like a new person, very likely. Uh, one of the best days of the month is, in my view, the 29th of November. Um, Mars and Scorpio in your 12th house is trining Neptune and Pisces in the fourth house. So something that's been eating at you in private, something that has not been allowing you to sleep. Um, Mars governs your um, fifth house and your 12th house. Maybe something that you did for fun and was kind of like eating you eating you from the inside because it had consequences that you did not um, think of. It seems to be kind of like solved or, 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 or healed or overcome by just surrendering and kind of like allowing the divine and allowing the universe to take you wherever they want, wherever it wants to take you. Um, sometimes the path of least resistance is probably the easiest path, I, I, I'd say. Um, and you might have the revelation that sometimes the best action is no action, my dear uh, Sagittarians, around the 29th of November. So you're breathing easily. Let's put it this way. And that is November for you. My dear Capricorns, Capricorn suns and Capricorn rising. So what does November look like for you? Well, I can tell you this. It starts off with a beautiful bang. Then you've got a bit of a more challenging period to go through, as we all do, actually. Um, from roughly the 10th until the 17th of November. And the month also ends beautifully. So let's uh, start breaking down the astrology for you. On the 1st of November, we have a trine between Mercury in Libra in your 10th house of career and Jupiter in Aquarius in your second house. This is a day of fantastic news coming to you from bosses, from people in positions of authority, from um, a professional standpoint, this is a day of big wins, I'd say. It could be a day maybe when you sign some sort of important, lucrative contract or partnership that you may have worked your butt off uh, in order to secure. It can also be a day when you get paid for um, some sort of long-term project that you have been working um, towards for some time in collaboration with someone else. So it does seem to be a team effort. It is also a fantastic day, for instance, for an interview or for a presentation. On the 2nd of November, however, we have a tense aspect between Mercury in this part of your chart and Pluto and Capricorn in the first house. Um, so this could actually be a day when you might be feeling a little bit unseen, or uh, you might be feeling like you're expected to kind of like 
shut off on a matter that you feel very strongly about in a work environment. Or let's put it this way. If you did sign some sort of partnership or contract um, a few days before, it may feel like a new element comes to the surface that you did not know about Capricorns. And that can be actually quite frustrating. Now, on the 4th of November, give or take three days before, three days after, you have a new moon in uh, Scorpio in your 11th house of long-term plans, friends, uh, groups of people, and um, also money that you make from your own business. So this can actually be a time when you embark upon a new journey uh, with the intention of creating something in your life um, that actually channels uh, your your creativity, your um, sense of self-expression. Why do I say this? Because this new moon is in aspect to Uranus in Taurus in your fifth house of creative self-expression. This can also be a time when you decide to maybe, when it comes to a long-term goal, uh, maybe try out a different approach, a different attitude altogether. Some of you Capricorns might actually become part of a new community. So let's say um, you move, for instance, and um, you uh, start, uh, I don't know, going to the uh, local gym and you kind of like meet uh, new people. There is also a possibility around this time that, um, especially if you have children, that you may be experiencing some sort of new beginning when it comes to the future of your children. For instance, maybe you're taking them to a new school. Uh, maybe you're hearing something about their long-term plans. So I, I, I have to tell you something, uh, Capricorns. It can be um, a new beginning that actually takes you a little bit by surprise. So the full kind of like picture that is being painted maybe by your children is not necessarily something that you 100% had in mind. I would say there can be a little bit of a clash in values there. On the 5th of November until the 6th of March, actually, Venus moves into Capricorn into your own sign. And Venus is also going to go retrograde uh, next uh, next month in, in your first house of identity, of new beginnings, of the physical body. Venus rules your fifth house of children and passions and hobbies and creative self-expression. And also for you, your 10th house of career. So what's going on here? It looks like you are integrating within your sense of self, within uh, how you approach reality, within uh, how you present yourself to the world. You are integrating some sort of new element that is connected either with maybe a passion or a hobby uh, that you are deciding to allocate more time to. Um, it could also be linked with some sort of new maybe um, position or role that you are finding yourself in, in a professional environment. It is a longer period of time where you are also, let's say, expected from the universe, in a sense, to reconnect more with what makes you feel good about yourself. Um, it's a good time, for instance, to uh, reconnect with some old passions and hobbies. It's a good time to maybe reconnect with um, groups of people that uh, made you feel welcome. It is a good time to maybe um, look inwards and say, what am I doing for myself uh, right now? And also, it is a very good time to maybe reevaluate uh, 
the image that you project out into the world and really learn uh, throughout the next few months to, let's say, present yourself in a better light, um, in a light that is likely to give you even more appreciation from the outside world. Now on the 10th of November, okay, so this is when, this is when the ride begins, the not so fun ride for everyone. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Uh, Mercury conjunct Mars on the 10th of November in Scorpio is squaring Saturn in your second house. So this is a time when um, you seem to be expected to pay a significant chunk of money, maybe for a long-term project, money that you did not necessarily um, believe that you would have to pay yourself. And this can also be a time when you have a very, very heated argument with possibly a friend or actually with a wider group of people at the same time. Once again, connected with uh, either some sort of financial matter or something connected with you having different values compared to them, you having a different value system compared to them. On the 12th of November, we have a beautiful day because you seem to be making uh, making up with a friend possibly or finding a way to communicate with a friend with the sun and Scorpio in your 11th house, training Neptune and Pisces in the third house. So it is an aspect of of compromise in terms of communication and essentially of, of, of um, smoothing things out with a friend or with a group of friends. On the 13th of November, Mercury in your 11th house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in the fifth house. So this can be a time when you might have to present to a wider audience, possibly something that you've been working on creatively. Uh, it could be a time when you are expected in a sense to maybe perform um, in front of an audience. Um, it can also be a time when if you had made plans with friends, something very unexpected comes up and it kind of like throws all those plans into disarray. If you had made plans to collaborate with friends on something, once again, it does not necessarily seem to be going super smoothly. There can be all sorts of unpredictable elements throwing you off. Now, on the 17th of November, Mars in Scorpio in your 11th house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in the fifth house. So this is when it may feel like you're inclined to kind of like cut someone out of your life, especially uh, someone that was close to you, a friend, a collaborator, uh, someone who you thought you were aligned with, but actually it turns out that you're not aligned with them. Um, it may feel like they are leaving you uh, in the dark, uh, leaving you kind of like uh, hanging. And it is absolutely, absolutely no fun at all. Again, for those of you who have children, uh, there could be some sort of conflict that your child gets involved in that also completely takes you by surprise. For those of you who are in a romantic relationship, this also can indicate some sort of explosive argument, my, uh, my dear Capricorns. Now, on the 19th of November, give or take a week before a week after, we have a full moon lunar eclipse um, in Taurus, triggering your 5th house, 11th house axis. And actually, this is very nicely aspecting Neptune and Pisces in your 3rd house. So first and foremost, I would like for you to look back at the new moon in Taurus that took place earlier this year, 6 months ago. Let's see, let's see exactly when... On the 11th of May, 
Look back at what was going on in your life um, and what you initiated in terms of passions, hobbies, creative projects, um, romantic uh, kind of uh, life, uh, also working with children. Look back at what you initiated around the 11th of May because you may be uh, reaching a point of culmination around the eclipse on the 19th of November. Um, it does look like around this time you're kind of like closing a chapter, something that feels very significant uh, when it comes to, as I said, either a creative project um, or something that you did together with a group of people, something that you collaborated uh, together uh, on with, with other peers. And even though there, there may have been quite a few bumps on the road, especially in the week leading up to the full moon, I'd say you're probably going to be very pleasantly surprised as to how things turn out. And at the end of it all, it may feel like you were in the absolute best team that you could be in. This can also be a time when maybe, possibly, a friend tells you that they are planning to do something big with their life. Uh, it can be a, a day or like a, a couple of weeks uh, actually, week before, week after the 19th, when friends have like big announcements uh, to uh, to make, uh, you might also have a big announcement to make to the um, outside world, to your friends, maybe to present to them something that you've created. Um, it seems to be going very, very well. And it seems to be kind of like the, the culmination of an effort that has lasted for quite some time. From the 22nd of November, the sun moves into Sagittarius in your 12th house, and from the 24th, Mercury joins the sun. Essentially, from the 22nd of November for the next roughly four weeks, I'd say you're likely to maybe take a little bit of a, of a step back from all the work that you need to do. It is time to um, slow down. It is a time to spend more time at home. It is a time to spend more time with, um, with yourself and to do some introspection, to, to maybe sleep more, to maybe take a little bit of a holiday, uh, a vacation. Um, the sun actually rules your eighth house, so you might, uh, you might actually enjoy a vacation with a partner. Um, and last but not least, on the 29th of November, we have one of the best days of the month with Mars and Scorpio in the 11th house, uh, trining Neptune and Pisces in the third house. So this is a time when uh, you seem to kind of like um, achieve something probably um, on your own, something that has been on your mind in terms of long-term plans for quite some time. And, um, you're also probably feeling like you're one step closer to making one of your dreams come true, my dear, um, my dear Capricorns. So well done, uh, well done you. Now, if you are an Aquarius sun or an Aquarius rising, um, Aquarians, you are one of the four fixed signs. And uh, this is going to be, I kid you not, a very intense month. Um, especially, especially when it comes to your career, when it comes to your professional path, um, and when it comes to your status and your place in the world. Brace yourselves because it's coming. So the 1st of November is one of the best days of the month. The 1st and the 29th are actually two of the best days of the, of the month. On the 1st of November, we have Mercury and Libra in your ninth house, trining Jupiter in Aquarius in your first house. This is when you're hearing some beautiful, beautiful, brilliant news connected with either higher education, long distance travel, um, a legal matter, so something involving like a court of law. Uh, you could be signing some very important paperwork. Uh, Mercury rules your eighth house, so maybe this is a time when you sign some sort of important uh, contract with an investor. Maybe this is a time when you, uh, I don't know, get a mortgage, for instance. Um, 
it is absolutely a stellar day when you feel like <laughs> the gods are favoring you, uh, so to so to speak. You could also be hearing very positive news um, coming from abroad, my dear Aquarians. Now, the 2nd of November is a bit uh, more challenging because Mercury in the 9th house is squaring Pluto and Capricorn in the 12th house. So you know that good news that you got around the 1st. Uh, there may be some sort of secret element uh, kind of like resurfacing, um, or there could be one more, let's say, bump in the road that you have to get over in order to kind of like seal the deal legally, let's say, or finalize the contract. Um, my recommendation is to really read very carefully through the contract because there could be hidden clauses if you are signing anything. On the 4th of November, give or take um, three days before, three days after, and you have a new moon in Scorpio in your 10th house of career, uh, opposing Uranus and Taurus in the 4th house of home. Okay, so this is a big new beginning for you career-wise, and um, it can play out in a variety of ways. For instance, you could be offered a new job, um, an opportunity that kind of like takes you away from home or that asks you to relocate. This could be, for instance, um, a situation where maybe you're asked to go back into the office and spend less time at home and maybe you moved someplace else in the meantime and now it's quite... Um, hard to kind of like return to the same commuter lifestyle that maybe possibly you were um, <laughs> experiencing day in and day out um, beforehand. Um, you may also hear some very kind of like um, impactful news coming from your uh, boss that impacts... Uh, impactful that impacts sorry i need to learn more words aquarians <laughs> news from your boss that impacts uh, some plans that you made um, connected with uh, your living situation and your family life i have to tell you my recommendation is to be quite flexible and to not stay super attached to some plans that you made in terms of uh, home and residence and family life because something's coming up and it seems to be coming up from the outside, from your professional life, or from an institution, because the 10th house is also connected with institutions. Um, there is going to be some sort of spanner in the works. You could be also asked to kind of like maybe take on a new role, um, but I'd say it's causing a lot of tension with what you already set in motion at home. So Aquarians, consider yourselves warned. Now, on the 5th of November until the 6th of March, Venus moves through Capricorn in your 12th house. Um, what's going on here is... Okay, so Venus rules your 4th house and your 9th house. Um, essentially, my recommendation is to, if you can, uh, spend time doing some soul searching, doing some introspection as to what is really important for you in terms of home and family, um, in terms of home and family life. Um, also, have a think about what you are willing to leave behind in terms of home and family life. So what is going to cause the least amount of displeasure? What is going to cause the least amount of disruption? Because the 12th house is, after all, the house of letting go. Um, I would say you can make yourself, you can do yourself a favor and uh, embrace the process of letting go, or you can fight it. Either way, it does look like something is kind of like being maybe in a sense taken away from you in terms of home. Maybe you're moving and it's kind of like you're going through this process of saying goodbye to the home that you lived in up until this point. Um, I'd say you are likely to get comfort out of spending time on your own throughout this longer period of time. Uh, you are also supported 
I'd say, in finding meaning in letting go throughout this entire period. Now, uh, from the 10th of November until pretty much the 19th of November, the intense ride of this month begins. Um, on the 10th, Mercury is conjunct Mars in Scorpio in your 10th house, and it is squaring Saturn in your first house of identity. Essentially, you either have to tell a boss something that is really putting you in a tough spot, or you are feeling like someone in a position of higher authority uh, is being really... Um, uh, narrow-minded and is not really appreciating uh, what you have to offer, is kind of like restricting you. It, it feels like they're restricting your willpower, um, maybe kind of like uh, acting in such a way that it is undermining your efforts so far. It is a very frustrating, frustrating, frustrating aspect. It may also feel like you're talking to someone on this day uh, who is completely irrational but has a lot of power. Um, this can also be a day, by the way, in which some sort of maybe health-related issue or something connected with the physical body comes back to your attention, and it does seem to be triggered by some sort of powerful emotion, probably anger. On the 12th of November, however, the Sun in Scorpio in your 10th house um, is trining Neptune in Pisces in your 2nd house. Okay, so this is when you seem to be uh, able to kind of like communicate and get really kind of like get someone who has power to understand where you're coming from and what is important to you. Uh, I would also say this is a good day for kind of like negotiation, renegotiation, uh, appeal to someone's kind of like feelings and emotions and soft side, especially someone who has power in your life. It can also be a day when you are hearing the fact that whatever effort you're called to make career-wise, it's going to be worth your time financially. It does seem to be bringing some sort of sacrifice, but also, at the same time, it seems to be paying off in terms of resources. On the 13th of November, uh, Mercury and Scorpio in your 10th house is opposing Uranus and Taurus in the 4th house. Explosive argument with a family member. That's probably how I can uh, characterize this day. Mercury also rules your 8th uh, house of shared resources, so it can be uh, an argument uh, that concerns a shared... Um, pool of resources, maybe um, a joint bank account or maybe a property that you have in common with uh, with a person. Um, this can also be a time when you hear not such pleasant news uh, connected with maybe the sale of a property. That is also very, very possible. Maybe you're planning to kind of like let go of a home and now you hear that, you know what, you've got something else to pay or you've got some outstanding debt that you need to take care of. On the 17th of November, give or take, uh, I would say, uh, a day before and a day after, you might feel the kind of like aspect throughout the entire period. Mars in Scorpio in your 10th house opposes Uranus and Taurus in the 4th house. <sighs> Something not so pleasant is happening in the home. Um, I'd say there can be maybe like a like a water pipe kind of like bursting. There could be um, like maybe a flood or there could be something um, of an electrical uh, kind of like nature that blows up. I really want you to be very careful on this uh, on this day um also also it does not seem to be a good day for one of your parents um maybe they're super angry maybe they're kind of like having a bit of a breakdown i want you to be prepared um aquarians 
it is getting easier and it is getting solved around the eclipse uh, on the 19th of November, give or take a week before a week after. So you might be thinking, Rux, all of this stress is leading up to the eclipse. I'm like, yes, but it's going to get easier after the eclipse because it's done. So you kind of like know where you are standing. 19th of November, week before week after, full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus, triggering your fourth house, 10th house axis, home life versus um, professional life, harmoniously aspecting Neptune and Pisces in your second house. Okay, so this is when you seem to be completing a home-related chapter. Um, you are uh, either like purchasing a home, buying a home, moving into a new home, um, it feels like maybe all the resources that you've put uh, into the home um, are finally, um, they've led to an end result that you are happy with. Um, there's also a possibility if you're trying to achieve something in the home environment that maybe a parent can step in and help. Um, you may also receive, uh, let's say, extra kind of like, cash for work that you have done uh, so that you can solve something that's been on your mind in terms of your home and family life. Some Aquarians around this time can add a new family member to their family. Some Aquarians um, may also change their public status. For instance, uh, this happens quite often uh, when someone gets married. Um, Actually, the 10th house is super triggered because it's how the world looks at us. You seem to have something super, um, let's say, public to share with the outside world, connected with your home and family life. On the 22nd of November, uh, the sun moves into Sagittarius in your 11th house. And for the next, I'd say, four weeks, um, you are likely to go through a, a highly... Um, uh, fun and sociable, um, let's say, period of your life filled with social events, getting together with friends, making plans for the future. Uh, Mercury joins uh, um, the sun on the uh, 24th of November for the next uh, three weeks. So it's actually like a perfect, perfect period of time to schedule meetings with friends, to make plans with friends. And on the 29th of November, as I said, we have a very, very good day with Mars and Scorpio in your 10th house of career, trining Neptune and Pisces in the second house. It looks like um, if you listen to your kind of like gut feeling connected with a um, professional matter, connected with where you should be going professionally, um, it seems to be something that works in your favor, not just in terms of status and reputation and career kind of like climb and journey, but also in terms of the money that you make. It's also possible, it's also possible that you may receive applause or acknowledgement from someone that you just could not get to in terms of uh, career and profession. And it makes you feel very proud. And it also makes you feel very proud, as I said, for kind of like sticking to your guns, in a sense, uh, Aquarius. And that's November. My dear Pisces, Pisces suns and Pisces risings. What does November look like for you? Well, I can tell you from the very beginning that you are going to have probably a lot of legal matters to sort out uh, or matters connected with higher education or both. Why not? So let's uh, let's dig into your month. On the 1st of November, 
we have a trine between Mercury and Libra in your eighth house and Jupiter and Aquarius in your 12th house. So this is a time when you are probably going to hear very good news connected with shared resources. Um, maybe your partner is receiving some sort of inheritance, lump sum of money. Uh, maybe you are receiving a lump sum of money from the bank. Maybe it is an investment, a loan. It is also a very good day to uh, cash in on some of your investments because you seem to be making a beautiful, beautiful profit on this day. And maybe without even necessarily expecting it to happen now, this early. So it's a pleasant surprise. It's a nice surprise. On the 2nd of November, however, uh, we have a tense aspect between Mercury and Libra in your eighth house of, of shared resources and uh, Pluto and Capricorn in the 11th house. So maybe something that you were relying on in terms of uh, receiving a lump sum of money in terms of maybe uh, receiving an investment, a loan. Um, it seems to be blocked for some time. It seems to be not necessarily going exactly as you had planned. And um, this is certainly affecting one of your long-term plans for the future. Um, it can also be that your partner, if you do have a partner, does not want to cooperate or does not want to chip in in the way that you expect them to in order to fulfill together this longer term plan. On the 4th of November, give or take three days before three days after, you have a new moon in Scorpio in your ninth house. I would also look at the three days before the three days after. Um, it is opposing Uranus in Taurus in your third house. Okay, so this is a new beginning, my dear uh, Pisces, for you. Um, a new beginning in terms of personal life philosophy. You may have a very sudden kind of uh, ep epiphany, a very unexpected epiphany, because the new moon is opposing Uranus and Taurus, um, about how one of your, let's say, ways of looking at reality is actually quite outdated. And you might be kind of like shaken into reality. I'm now shaking the table um, in order to essentially change the way you approached a certain part of your life. Um, it's not a pleasant epiphany, but it is something that is likely to change your life philosophy, possibly for quite some time. Um, this can also be a day when you receive some very, um, let's say, tense uh, or intense um piece of news connected with a sibling. If you do have siblings, something very sudden may happen in their life. For instance, I don't know, they might decide to get a divorce or they might decide to move to a different country altogether. Um, you are also starting, some of you, um, a new cycle of learning, possibly of higher education, but it does not necessarily seem to start off the way you necessarily want it to start off, or there can be a lot of unpredictable elements or unknown elements that you need to be prepared for. Some of you might be going to uni or might be starting the exam kind of like period. Um, some of you may also meet an unexpected mentor or an unpalatable mentor. So there could be someone entering your life that you don't necessarily get along with in terms of communication, but that actually makes a lot of sense in terms of their life philosophy and their worldview, and they have a lot to teach you, even though you seem to be reluctant to learn about this. Um, on the 5th of November, Venus enters Capricorn in your 11th house until the 6th of March next year. This also includes a period of retrograde between 
if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to talk about the retrograde next month, uh, between the 19th of December until the 29th of January next year. Essentially, with Venus in this part of your chart, uh, you are supported, uh, you are in a positive period of time of your life to get together with friends, to allocate more time to friends, uh, to uh, communicate or to smooth relationships with friends. Why? Because Venus rules your third house of communication. To also get back in touch with old friends and to not be afraid to maybe... Um, go out into the world surrounded by groups of people and chat to them and link with them and maybe even express things that you're maybe a little bit afraid to reveal. It's okay to be vulnerable uh, in front of others and especially um, I'd say amongst peers, um, amongst people that care about the same things that you care about because you can actually uh, forge some very unpredictable friendships uh, throughout this uh, throughout this period, my dear Pisces. Um, I would also say with Venus in your 11th house for so long, you're called to consciously think about who you can bring on board um, to help you fulfill some of your longer term plans. Who can you collaborate? Who can you reach out to? Uh, who might have um, great ideas about how you can materialize some of your long-term goals. Think about other people's resources and about what others can bring to the table, not just about what you can do on yourself, Pisces. Now, from the 10th of November until, well, until the eclipse on the 19th, um, we have a bit of a tense period. It's the most intense for fixed signs, but you're still going to be watching, let's say, <laughs> on the outside. Um, on the 10th of November, so the 10th the 13th and the 17th are probably the toughest days of the month. On the 10th of November, Mercury conjunct Mars and Scorpio in your 9th house is squaring Saturn in your 12th house. So if you were hoping to get a yes um, when it came to, when it comes to a legal matter, a judicial matter, a travel related matter, a visa or immigration related matter, uh, you're probably going to get uh, no, not yet. Um, I do see some sort of blockage. I do see some sort of obstacle, some sort of bump in the road. Um, if you were hoping to travel around this time, there can be delays. Uh, there can be issues of a bureaucratic nature that get in the way. I'm not saying that they are not workable, but what I am saying is that it's not going as smoothly as you thought it would uh, go. Uh, you also seem to be encountering some sort of maybe uh, blockage if you are in a... Um, higher education environment, you seem to be encountering some sort of blockage in terms of uh, assimilating the information or in terms of assimilating the principle that you are dealing with, a certain principle that you are dealing with. However, on the 12th of November, uh, you seem to be having a bit of an epiphany um, with the sun in Scorpio in your ninth house, trining Neptune in Pisces in the first house. Um, I'd also say if you were having um, around the 10th of November, any sort of conflict uh, based upon principles with someone from the outside, uh, on the 12th, you're likely to get a bit more kind of like, okay, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to roll with it. Let's see where it takes me. You're a bit more malleable, a bit more flexible. On the 13th of November, uh, Mercury and Scorpio in your ninth house opposes Uranus and Taurus in your third house. So I'm going to be very frank. This can be a day when um, your car breaks down or you experience some sort of trap travel or transportation related unexpected issue. I want to recommend that you drive slowly. Uh, I would love to kind of um, 
recommend um, maybe being flexible with your travel plans around this time. Uh, this can also be a time when you get some sort of unexpected and probably not such great news connected with maybe an exam. I'm not saying that you're failing. What I am saying is maybe you need to like redo a part or kind of like resubmit it. If you do need to submit some sort of uh, paper or send an important presentation or email, uh, ensure that you check your outbox, uh, maybe send it a second time because it could get uh, lost in the process of delivery somehow. On the 17th of November, Mars in Scorpio in the ninth house also opposes Uranus and Taurus in the third house. I see this day as a day of conflict and conflict based on principles and probably with someone that is uh, quite close to you, maybe a colleague, work colleague, a school colleague or a sibling. Uh, you just seem to not be seeing eye to eye absolutely, absolutely at all. Um, on the 19th of November, however, give or take a week before a week after, um, most likely a week after, you have a lunar eclipse triggering your third house, ninth house axis, harmoniously aspecting Neptune and Pisces in the first house. So essentially, this is a time when you are finalizing, I would say officially, some sort of uh, learning path. Uh, you could be receiving your diploma, your certificate. Um, you could also be finally accepted on some sort of um, uh, class or course or um, by the university that you wanted to be accepted by. Um, it feels like uh, it has been quite the dramatic journey to get here. Um, if you have been waiting or postponing uh, some travel, um, especially foreign travel, I would say it can finally happen around the 19th of November. If you have been experiencing delays or all sorts of bumps in the road in terms of a legal matter, then it seems to be finally, finally coming to a close and to a probably a very positive solution that works in your favor around the 19th of November. I'm liking um, the eclipse harmoniously aspecting Neptune and Pisces in your first uh, house. From the 22nd of November, um, the sun moves uh, into Sagittarius in your 10th house. For the next four weeks, I'd say you are completely, completely in the spotlight um, career-wise and professionally. You're very busy because the sun rules your sixth house of day-to-day -day work and you're probably going to feel like everyone is watching what you're doing. Everyone is looking at you. Uh, everyone is looking uh, towards you to kind of like delineate the path forward for them. Um, you are receiving everyone's attention professionally, I, I'd say. And on the 29th of November, we have one of the best days of uh, the month when the Mars and Scorpio in your ninth house is trining Neptune and Pisces in the 11th house. My apologies, in your first house, not in the 11th house, in your first house of, uh, of new beginnings. Um, essentially, it looks like you could be feeling very confident around this time about a new beginning uh, in terms of... Um, educational matters in terms of a class, in terms of a course. Uh, this could also be a time when almost miraculously, <laughs> through your sheer power of faith, um, something gets solved or your efforts get rewarded uh, in terms of pushing for a resolution in a legal environment, in a judicial environment. Um, it also uh, seems to be a time when you integrate maybe this sort of new way of looking at reality within the way you approach the outside world in general, within um, your attitude towards the outside 
world. It is also a very good day for forgiveness, forgiveness of others, forgiveness of yourself, um, and also accepting that sometimes things do fall into place even if they don't necessarily fall into place exactly as we wanted them to or exactly as we had kind of like fought for. This could also be a time because Mars rules your second house. Um, it could be a time of, of you um, obtaining a victory um, at a legal kind of level uh, connected with your finances, connected with your income, maybe, possibly. That is uh, November for you, Pisces. Folks, thank you once again for joining. It has been a pleasure to do uh, to do this uh, forecast for you. Don't forget, you can also find me on Instagram at ruxunbelievable. So ruxunbelievable in one word. Uh, I post quite often there, um, especially on stories, almost every day. If you want to work with me, if you want to book a reading, you can find me on my website, which is writteninthestars-astrology.com. And again, go to the services section to see the various types of readings that you can opt for or go for the live consultation so that we can catch up over Zoom. Keep your calm, folks. Let me know how November goes for you, and I will see you next time. Bye.